the heist. So now that we started with one of my favorite pump me songs, because I need uh, to stay zen. <laughs> Just like all of you, I still have my passions and my fears. Gosh darn it. I'm going to have to come closer to the camera only because people can't hear me on the microphone. You know, I'm a one woman band. So I hope you grabbed your coffee. Because we're about to freaking torch the place in a nice way. See, there are many types of psychological operations that we've observed. We have learned about them together. Shadowgate not only revealed what psychological operations are, internet activities. Gosh, my hair looks crazy. I just imagine the memes. I bet I love my pigtails. But it was actually a real life example using a psychological operations asset sent to destroy and embracing them. Throughout my career, and I have to say, psychological operations, you know, I should hold this till I can get other people on on other platforms because I'm not going to be using video today. It's just me, just plain old me. So what I'll do is I'll share a little bit of a smackdown that um, someone actually put together on a video. And we'll get into the details of that smackdown because it's important. Now, before we start with that smackdown, and I believe that's the video, I hope. Let me see. Mute, play, play, yes, it is. I wanted to go to my Twitter feed and share something with you guys. So there was this video that I came across. Hold on, let me share this. Again, I don't have a producer. And this is one of the reasons that I get the I'll understand today. I came across this video, which was quite fascinating, and I'd like you guys to hear it and watch it. No, I don't like waking up to a dirty kitchen. Who cares? I care, all right? I care. I busted my ass all day cleaning this house and then cooking that meal, and I worked today. It would be nice if you said thank you and helped me with the dishes. Fine. I'll help you do the damn dishes. Oh, come on. You know what? No, that's, see, that's not what I want. You just said that you want me to help you do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do dishes? Why? See, that's my whole point. Are you telling me that you're upset because I don't have a strong desire to clean dishes? No, I'm upset because you don't have a strong desire to offer to do the dishes. I just did. After I asked you. Jesus, Brooke, you're acting crazy again. Don't you call me crazy. I am not crazy. I didn't call you crazy. Just I didn't did. call you crazy. No, I didn't. I said you're acting crazy. You know what, Gary? I asked you to do one thing today, one very simple thing, to bring me 12 lemons, and you brought me three. God damn it. If I knew that it was going to be this much trouble, I would have brought home 24 lemons. Even 100 lemons. I know what I wish. I wish everyone that was at that goddamn table had their own little private bag of lemons. Gary, I'm it's not sad. about the lemons. Well, that's all you're talking about. I'm just saying it's, it'd be nice if you did things that I asked. It would be even nicer if you did things without me having to ask you. Well, I do seem to remember doing something for you this morning without you asking. Gary, come on. What? I'm you know serious. what? No, I'm, I'm serious. I, am I really am. Come on, you knew I was working today and I made that meal and you could have thought to yourself, you know, you could have said, I, I think I'm going to get Brooke some flowers. You said on our very first date that you don't like flowers, that they're a waste of money. Every girl likes flowers, Gary. You say that you So all of you are probably, what does that have to do? Well, that's exactly how I feel with the... PSYOP teams that are currently conducting operations and have been conducting operations throughout our nation. And I think the more flack I get, 
and the fear that they show is the fact that they've been doing this for a while too and it makes them look like chumps when someone from the outside does it better, especially someone that you have no idea where they came from because I don't exist. And that's okay because we should know people by their fruits. And I understand I'd be pissed too. You should imagine. Yeah, I want everyone to imagine just how I felt when I realized that there were things going on in my personal life that I had no idea of. And I'm supposed to be smart. Actually, I'm one of the smartest people according to, well, I am one of the smartest people. And, you know, that's because I got lucky. Actually, tragedy, but still. So I know how it feels. And when someone's extending their hand and you push it back, you see them bark and they don't bite. And for those of you that are anti-smoking, please turn it off now. Because I'm going to have my cigarette and I'm going to drink to Washington, D.C. It was nice knowing you. Mm. So that's exactly how I feel. You do things to help, like make dinner. You ask for something. They ignore you. First, they ignore you. Then they mock you, right? They trash you. But then they're just like, it's evident. And I think the people should be aware of this because we did not need any psychological operations. Julian Assange was right. All we needed was truth. Obviously, through measure and knowledge and education because chaos is due to lack of knowledge. And when you get knowledge, you can control the chaos to bring order. And it's unfortunate that they felt that people are too stupid. And I agree with them. Sorry if it hurts your feeling. I agree with them wholeheartedly. People are extremely stupid. They deify anything that seems to be authority. There's a reason why I kept playing the Milgram experiment that we have watched and talked about on my show over the years. And that's important because they don't have to be in a lab coat. They could just be people that used to have a uniform or people that use their past to demonstrate what they have to offer now. And I have to ask people to pause and think, what has it offered you? Aside from the very good, very good job it has done. These operations have done exceptional work to bring more people to the position of understanding and seeking truth. But to the people that were already there, it was a complete disservice. And this is coming from someone that has hijacked the minds of many populations. And if I can concoct plans that the very people who are executing these psychological operations, unbeknownst to them, took from me, then I obviously know how to reverse engineer it. So today will be quite eye-opening with receipts so that you can understand what paramilitary um, organizations are, especially the ones that stand forward with a grassroots facade 
And as you know, um, we have been infiltrating groups like that nationwide and even globally, all the way up to the UN for many years. And I've been watching and ask me who was paying me in 2015 when I was doing this? No one. Who was I working for? My country. And I didn't ask for anything in return. And I fought all by myself. So in 2015, while people were still bedazzled and frustrated and kicking terms like they have more power, I was already fighting. You just didn't know about it. You know when you knew about it? When I came out into the limelight for protection and people started to dig my failures again where I stood all alone to weaponize those against me. And therefore, they suck. So another thing I wanted to show you on my timeline on Twitter, let me put this back up. Uh, where is it? I mean, this is like threatening us with a good time, right? Saying that it's circulating, the Barack Obama is dating a man. Stop it. Don't twist my arm for a good time. Where is it? I'm looking for a specific video. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a video that I wasn't allowed to play. We'll play that later. Okay. So, I'll leave that there. I'll leave it there. And I will play the SmackDown video. And um, that will allow me time to um, actually have to play the, we, the People video first. Shit. So, it's only available on Rumble. And I will play that right after the SmackDown. And that's just to have it on Rumble for people to go. I will direct them to my Twitter because I do not want to play any media or any music today. That way, there is no excuse to ban me from YouTube or um, Facebook or Twitter. Because I want everyone to hear what I have to say today. So I guess I should start with the SmackDown. Because that will be a lot more fun. Because a lot of people are here for the drama which is unnecessary. I hate drama. I loathe it. You know, I don't use the word hate. Okay. I have to stop using the word hate because it's very emotionally charged. But I dislike drama because it causes stress and I'm 45 and I kind of look good with no work. So I want to keep it that way. Okay. I really want to keep it that way. So everyone's here for the drama. I'm going to give you drama to the get go. But first, I'm going to play the video that I was not allowed to play at an event that I was and how much flack I got for the t-shirt I was wearing. So allow me to play this video actually first. Shit, I'm going back and forth. See, I don't plan my shows. Unlike all these others that have producers and funders, it's just me, right? I'm a one-woman band. And that's because I've learned not to trust people. I mean, I trust everyone but it's up to them to stay there. And well, I've been disappointed many, many times, so I'd rather keep my circles super close. So all right, let's get into this. Thank you, Texanon, for creating this video for me on the fly and for hand delivering it on the day that I wanted to air this. And um, I hope all of you digest what is being told to you on this video. For those that haven't seen it, here it is. To sustain the false... The state of Ohio has some mixed messaging. Their slogan is, 
the heart of it all or find it here I guess it's both but in Ohio we can find it all here in Ohio we have a constitutional amendment article 1 section 21 that disallows from any governing body to force any Ohio citizen to subject themselves to medical procedures, medications, insurances, you name it. The Ohio Constitution was disregarded by the governor and all other executive officers, including the Supreme Court of Ohio. Ohio was the first state in U.S. history to be caught rigging elections on electronic machines. Ohio was the first state to have a Secretary of State that created a partnership with the World Economic Forum for Jobs Ohio. And Ohio is on track to be the first state to deploy internet-based elections. Cleveland is hailed as the first 15-minute city in America. Agenda 2030 is here. Find it here in Ohio, an alleged red state. In democracies, wars are a result of lies. And why one might think that that should lead us to a state of despair, it should lead us also to an optimistic understanding. Because if wars can be started by lies, peace can be started by truth. Rigged elections depict the death of a nation. To sustain the falsities as truth, those that rig the elections propagate disinformation, manipulate public opinion, and punish those that speak up. These activities damage the credibility of critical institutions, including the media, judiciary, law enforcement, and electoral bodies. A weakened institutional framework can lead to chaos making it difficult for a nation to function effectively and in turn destabilizes a nation. This is a dire threat to our national security and our presence in the global arena since 2021 has weakened us from world power to third world nation. GEMS, Global Election Management System, is a weapon of mass destruction created with our tax dollars in the United States of America. Julian Assange has been in prison and he is facing a dire fate if extradited. But why was he arrested during critical U.S. elections after over a decade of accurate reporting? Remember Bradley Manning? He shared information of war crimes. What happened to him? His name is now Chelsea Manning. Thank you enough said let's not forget under the obama biden administration hillary clinton proposed to kill a journalist for providing evidence of war crimes she called for a drone strike on julian assange why this question about uh countries spying on each other we know in fact it is the united states national security agency that is the most aggressive uh spire on other nations and we have obtained evidence, uh, which we will publish in due course, about uh, US intelligence agencies interfering in European elections. 
If our past administrations have employed such weapons of mass destruction to conquer, manipulate, and subjugate other countries for decades, one must recognize the potential for those in power to turn such methods against their own. Domestic terrorists. Ohio, 2004. The elections were rigged. Servers were exploded in Tennessee, just like in Nashville, Tennessee, after the 2020 elections. But everyone forgot about the 2004 elections because the star witness died in a plane crash. Ukraine, a rigged election. I know. I helped. They stopped counting in the middle of the night after a summer of love. Or shall I say, winter of love. In wars, Conflicts and wars are not solely fought with traditional kinetic weapons like guns and cannons. Over the past four decades, non-kinetic forms of warfare, such as disinformation campaigns, cyber attacks, and manipulating public opinion, also known as psychological operations, have shifted from covert tactics to overt strategies. In the realm of subjugating any government, the mainstream media is the preemptive or first strike weapon. A first strike weapon is a weapon that aims to gain the upper hand or neutralize the enemy's capabilities before they can respond effectively. Are we not a nation of self-governed free people that elect representatives? Isn't the first amendment about free speech is our vote not a representative of our free speech? Then why would our installed government deny us the right to question them? Why deny us transparency and the ability to see the counting of the votes that are conducted in a black box with software that is privy to corporations and global governments on our dime? When you are disallowed to question those that you have elected, you suddenly realize they have been selected and invisible chains bind you. This is not a matter of left or right. It is a matter of freedom and slavery. In 2023, instead of whips and chains, they wield taxes as tools, surveilling our language and thoughts, controlling our well-being and economic sustenance, telling us we will own nothing and be happy, passing state laws, making liquefying human remains for fertilizer legal, all while covertly aiming to call the population. It's terrifying. Our founding fathers penned the Second Amendment second for a reason, to defend the First Amendment. We demonstrate the First Amendment every year in the form of our vote. When you can't prove a machine is miscounting votes or can't prove it is counting them accurately, then why are we using it? Isn't our constitutionally protected right to vote? voice our opinions and grievances, not the foundation of our nation? In the age of information, ignorance is a choice. But we are in the age of disinformation, therefore demanding transparency from those with arbitrary power is necessary. How bomb diggity was that?
But it was disallowed because I was told it wasn't hopeful enough. Because they want to sell you hope, aka hopium. But at the same time, they have their own assets running wild within the ranks of the people telling them the following. There is no Trump card. They're all just telling you there is because they don't want you to, what's the new term? Unalive yourself, right? And this came back from all the people and the attendees at the event that I was at, which you all know six months ago. I warned that Mike Lindell is under severe attack. The same way I warned General Flynn and Seth Keschel. They had someone in their midst spying on them to destroy them. Well, this one is more of a financial target. I mean, the CIA always has the CEOs that they want to destroy fund their own destruction. And I'll demonstrate that to you today. Now, while many people will be like, we don't need this. Yes, we do. Because I'm not going to have a show until after Labor Day. But between that time, I will drip, drip the people that have been telling you that they are on your side with evidence that they are not and that they were all part of whatever sick plan it was. And I can tell you one thing. On January 5th, I met with a lot of people that were conducting counterintelligence operations. And they confronted me and said, we all need to join forces. And without calling them out, they all know who they are. And I said, no. There's a building that's going to be stormed and burned down. And I have no idea which one it is. And my concern is the people. I don't play with teams that are funded or directed. I'm tired of operations. And I'll tell you what, it's my trigger. That was my job. Weaponizing grassroots movements to conduct and execute what we wanted, basically. And I denounce that at all times. And so I will walk you through just how they weaponize grassroots movements and why so many of them are terrified of you, the people. So without further ado, let me give all of you this juice that you want. So over the weekend, I had the opportunity to confront one of the worst and most horrible uh, <laughs> psyops that I had ever seen. And uh, their methodology is that of uh, counterintelligence insurgencies that uh, we have conducted uh, counterintelligence operations on overseas. So I recognized the MO, kind of like I recognized what happened on November 5th. I was streaming on Twitch. And when I saw the water leak, I was like, holy crap. So allow me, <laughs> allow me to say this before I play the video. So back in 2013, Tori was asked, how are we going to rig the elections in Ukraine? So I said, well, we could just use, okay, so just for those that don't know, you know, Russia, the Soviet Union, had a more um, centralized it's centralized but decentralized system of water pipes. So one of the major centralized piping systems for water, um, the switches used to be in Kiev. But I was unaware that that had changed and um, 
it didn't work because I said, hey, we can just target uh, more Russian speaking uh, areas. And, and Julian Assange has evidence of this. Hence why Mike Pompeo wanted him out too, because that cause, causes major um, global issues to, which right now mean shit. So, and, and this is why he was, um, you know, up for eliminating Julian Assange too. He was looking out for his country. It's wrong, but we have to understand where he's coming from. Okay? We may not agree with what people do, but compassion allows us to understand that his job was to protect the people of the United States and our national security. So we're having this conversation, this little powwow, right? And this is um, kind of fascinating because this is way before the quid pro Joe conversation. And um, the climate was weird. So I said, hey, why don't we just um, flood a couple places? We can switch on the water. And then we can go in and manufacture the ballots because you know the Russian-speaking side of Ukraine is going to demand to see evidence. But that couldn't work. And I said, oh, damn. darn it. I, we had old plans. All right, then. I said, we'll just stop counting. Tell them that the Russians hacked it. Everyone will believe that story. We'll use maybe apartment 128. Maybe we'll use, you know, the apartment uh, area or any of the bears. We'll use fancy, cozy, whatever. Let's just go. And if we tell them it's a hack, that'll allow us to facilitate the ability to manufacture the uh, tangible evidence to match the digital evidence. Now, aside from that, that's actually part of my affidavit where I point to uh, the decree that Obama had. And people don't still don't understand how that works, and that's fine. And I don't want to get into that right now. I've explained it over the years many times. And actually, in my affidavit, it's pretty much almost spelled out. But I saw them using my ideas <laughs> within our borders. And elections that are rigged, these machines are a weapon of mass destruction without spilling blood, enslaving people like in perpetuity, voluntarily, they walk off the cliff. So this is really hard because I myself am I'm finding it difficult to compose myself because I get so angry that this is being allowed within our borders by people that have taken an oath. But I, I'm also angry and and and. I guess disappointed and sad and, and dumbfounded that in the state that we are at, which I will explain to you the state we're at, people are still not being truthful. So allow me to give you a little bit of chum just to get your feet wet because, you know, your um, Q followers hated me for showcasing Austin Steinbart on my show. And, and during that space, I, I explained my thought process. So when I saw Austin Steinbart come to the field, wait, actually, I should rewind it. Before Austin Steinbart, there were these two guys named In the Matrix and Shady Groove. You guys all know them, right? And I noticed that those that were in the first PSYOP, right, 
because it is a psychological operation. And they got tricked with one of Brennan's fantastic psychological operations on Twitter, but allow me. When they started to get this click and they felt important, and most of this arises from people wanting to get a pat on the head or to feel important, they came together and clicked. And suddenly in the matrix and Shady Groove were being discarded. They were, um, you know, bringing up the Pesors, the Red Shoe Club. They were trashing these sort of random people to not join their group, that they're not one of them. So I guess with a lot of friends, we got their name on that 200 list. And because it was on the cue board, they were accepted. But before that, I had brought them onto my show to showcase the effects of a psychological operation, which means you are not allowed to enter our circle unless our handler approves. And that's what I was trying to demonstrate when I brought them on. So I put them on Times Square. I let them talk. I trolled. If you guys pay attention, I also trolled Austin Steinbard. You must listen to those shows again. And then they were accepted because... Well, they were on the cue board, so <sighs> this is really hard because I hate pointing fingers, but it's necessary. And it's the same people that talk shit about me. When my friend, Millie Weaver, who did nothing but put out a report, was arrested because Patrick Berge told them that I had given her access to the passport data from that tack hack, which I would never do. I never put any of my friends or anyone I work with in any danger. I take the heat, no one else, for my doings. So on the day that she was released, I was deleted from Red State Talk Radio. And keep in mind, on Spotify, the top three talk shows at noon were Rush Limbaugh. I gave him a run for his money, right? Alex Jones, and me, a no one, which annoyed many people because I wasn't part of any group. It was just me. Which goes to show that just one person can cause a lot of pain and uncomfortability to a lot of people. And these really, really good people have only partial stories. They're all aware that the federal government had been all over me for a very long time. They're aware that I have a FISA warrant. They're aware that I've been investigated and they found nothing actionable. And yet they still question me. When I have had myself probed so many times, and while many people think Oh, well, this, there's some things that they can't completely erase. Truth can never be erased. There's always one little thing there. Anyway, I digress <laughs> because this is really hard for me. So let me just show you what this SmackDown was like so you can just see how they openly and casually lie and not care that they're lying, even when they get caught. So this operation is <laughs> its quite a failure. 
And um, during this space, I had aired grievances with friends that are journalists that the Erickson report that Michael Curry put together had uh, disinformation in it. And for those that want to know the truth, Michael Curry never did an investigation. He took it from the ICIJ, which I have been contributing to for many, many years. And, uh, you know, even some of those Panama papers were mine. And I've said that there will come a time where I can talk about my trips to Panama and Costa Rica. And so I was extremely upset that he provided bona fide information just regurgitating the hard work that has been done over the years by many people, including myself, uh, which partial lists of the things that we did in, 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 in Iraq, I had leaked a long, long time ago, only because I was seeing the same MO being done in Afghanistan, hence the disaster that uh, we obviously observed. But in no way did I want to publicly say that it was full of disinformation because that takes merit away from the factual information. So if anyone wants to see what this report is about, it's actually called the Erickson List and you can go to the ICIJ and get all the information that he just regurgitated um, to take his claim to fame, who he kept saying, I don't care about dead veterans, which is dumb because I don't care about anything right now except for fixing our elections because no matter how much you care about all these other things you're not going to fix it if your elections aren't fixed so we have to be hyper focused and this is just another distraction and you know the best lie is the one that has the most truth in it and the best distraction is the one that is actually truth but it's unnecessary at the moment extremely unnecessary so allow me to show you how you expose people. Now, I want people to keep in mind, this is me angry. So what you were hearing was manufactured anger. And I do that a lot because I am a very temper uh, control. Okay, I can control my temper sometimes. There was one point when he said something about the attorney general where I lost my shit because he knew exactly what was happening, which means he was being intentional and not just stupid. So allow me to give you some chums so you guys can enjoy the smackdown here. So here's the thing. He's saying that I had him a million times, I had him three times. And I spoke about him because he was detained without, without any reason and for a nonviolent crime, which was very important because that set precedent for everything that we see in J6. So that's number one. And I had him three times because I was trying to figure out which influence operation he was part of. And, and the question that you say was emotional was actually quite factual. Here's the thing. He's saying that I had him a million times, I had him three times. And I spoke about him because he was detained without, without any reason and for a nonviolent crime, which was very important because that set precedent for everything that we see in J6. So that's number one. And I had him three times because I was trying to figure out which influence operation he was part of. And, and the question that you say was emotional was actually quite factually based. This guy is a PR guy and a real estate guy who now considers himself an expert in psychological operations and claims to know who when, when Q did I say is. That? Who, excuse me, I didn't finish. Who Q is and constantly posts things like Q this, Q that. Austin Steinbart is not Q. He is not Q. He is not Q. 
Q, Q is actually a digital mind control psyop designed to instigate a regime change in the United States, run by a god-mode AI computer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not do that, all right? Let chaos, let um, tour finish, and then you can, you guys can chime in. I think Michael had something, and then we'll circle back to you. But if we're cutting each other off, then that's, yeah. So go ahead. Um, Thank you. Sorry about that. I had to have a cigarette just revisiting that and I was getting a little bit irritated. So just so you guys understand, the conversation was, you add Austin Steinbart, he should talk. He came back with his friends because he needed backup. Well, here's the deal. I used Austin Steinbart to smack down the other PSYOP where they were acting like Pharisees. You know, they excluded in the Matrix and Shady Groove, which means they're not organic. Okay. They all have NDAs anyway. We all know that. And, and, allow me. Now I should actually get on YouTube. Give me a second. I shouldn't have played the, I could play the clip, but I'll just direct everyone to go there. Uh, okay, let's go. YouTube. Because we're not going to play music after this. Allow me to connect that. It's a one-woman band show. Because now, here's where the receipts come. Sending data. Is it connected? Streaming. Done. Alrighty then, maybe I should do Facebook too. Let's get that done. Which, by the way, I've had 19,000 followers on my Facebook page without fail, right? For like the past three years. It has not even budged. But the New York Times already did an article on that. That's how they advocated to remove me from Twitch. Remember what they said in the article? Don't pay attention to her followers. She's like top of the list in everything, and we don't know how she does it. So for those of you that are joining us from Facebook and YouTube, I um, had played a couple of videos, and um, I did not want to play them on YouTube because today this is um, a very different Tory Says show where you see my face and you hear receipts and understand exactly what's happening. So over the weekend, for those of you that missed it, um, I was fortunate enough to actually get Michael Curry in the space with myself um, because he offered to debate me on, on this Q thing because he keeps saying he's part of the Q team, right? And to the real teams that are looking out for voices like me, thank you. Now, I don't deserve it, but thank you. Now, I exposed him for what he was. So I'd like to explain to people the Austin Steinbart effect first. I explained in the Matrix and, sh and Shady Groove, <laughs> right? And, um, and why I had amplified them only to, you know, test the waters really as to why they were excluding people and that's operational. And because whoever was in charge of their group approved it because Q had posted their name as one of those 200 people, so they were instantly accepted because they made it to the Q board. I realized what was happening. So, and for those of you out there, please, and I urge you, the earlier posts from Q, read them. Read them without decodes. Read them without your gematria. Just read them as they are as text. 
actually begin backwards. You will be able to discern changes and you will see why trip codes were taken away from Ron. No comms outside, right? It was not intended to be used as a psychological operation in the way it was conducted, I believe. But it played right into Big Master's hands to be able to weaponize it. Now, a psychological operation right now, if you guys think there aren't PSYOPs, every single thing you participate is a psychological operation. And I'll tell you what, at the event that I was at last week, very important people asked me, how's it like going to the Trojan horse? And I said, damn, nothing like a Greek to go there and torch that shit. And I did nothing, absolutely nothing. And I'll explain that too, because I was put through a humiliation ritual and I accepted it. And I'll tell you about that too. And I'll tell you their thought process behind it because they thought they were smarter. So this weekend, I was able to demonstrate just how psychological operators and actual grifters work. You know, Michael Curry just kept saying, you hate veterans and they're all dying. And it's like, dude, shut up. That wasn't even your report. You just took hard work over years that other people did and repackaged it and said it's yours. Again, if you want to hear about the Erickson report, you go and Google Erickson list ICIJ. It's all there. Now, as I said to my audience on the non-censor channels, this is my last Tory Says show until after Labor Day but I will be dropping receipts in the form of video in the meantime. All right, where did we begin? So before we begin on these receipts and explaining to you how all of this is happening, I should explain to you the state that we are in as a people. Now, I prepared for this, no joke. I made slides and everything, but I, me, I just, hmm. I don't do that. I just can't. I can't do scripts. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? Actually, here's how I'm going to explain it to you. There's someone that I love very, very much. I'm going to tell their story so you can understand where you're at. This person that I love so much, when they were a kid, they would play soccer outside with their friends and climb the tree and go to the river and throw rocks, right? While there were bombs exploding and guns whizzing over their heads. They ate maybe once every three days. And this is in the 90s, so you guys understand, late 80s and 90s. And it was normal. They had a place where they would go and get bread and they would run down what they called the sniper alley because the enemy would play target practice with children, which were faster to go and get food for the family. You know, you're not gonna have a granny walk down an alley to get food walking slowly because she'll get shot. So this friend of mine lived through that. He lived through that. And it was normal for him to see the fires, the trucks being attacked, the derailments, the bombs, 
the sky red and the bullets flying. And then one day, someone knocked on his home door and they dragged him and his family out, separated his mom and dad and threw them in a camp, a concentration camp, a camp where women were raped and shot. He didn't realize he was living in a war zone until they dragged him out and stuck him in the camp. I want you guys to understand what I am telling you. And now you have derailments. You have fires. You have issues of putting food on the table. You are seeing the skies change color from fires. You. When are you going to realize what's going on? They have given you everything. Murder hornets, pandemics, Chinese balloons, aliens, UFOs, non-biological human entities that, get this, are not from another planet, but here. And you know what? I have a little bit of a gripe for that. Who's to say, why are they non, well, partial biologic, I guess, right? Hmm. I take offense. And now they gave you Bigfoot too, right? And then flesh face eating aliens in Peru, violent bird flus in Peru. They've given you everything. When are you going to realize you're at war when they drag you out and stick you in a camp like my friend? We are normalizing the fact that we are at war. We are normalizing all of these things with humor when we aren't realizing what's happening. There's military bases being built by Russia at Cuba. Super precise strike attack, right? But let's not forget that the Chinese have a port there too, and in Puerto Rico. But I don't want to get into that. So if you want to know what state you're at, you're at the same state that my most beloved at the moment was at when he was playing soccer outside while bombs were going off when he and his friend were racing down Sniper Alley to get food for their family, not realizing that they could have died. Well, they did, but it was more of a game. This isn't a game. This is real life. And one might say, oh my gosh, this is terrible, right? We're all going to die. <laughs> okay. And then what? The only reason any of you would be afraid is if you've done nothing. <sighs> so allow me to complain while I narrate to you my experience, but I will give you context. So I was invited to speak at Mike Lindell's event, and I was invited because they had an ulterior motive, which will be evident to you by the end of my humiliation ritual that I went through. I arrived the day before the event. 
I paid for my own travel in my own hotel. I also paid the travel in the hotel for my counterpart. And the reason um, we all went there was to observe like I did last year, but also because I was kind of, I was invited for an ulterior motive to be ambushed, to be humiliated, but I accepted it. See, one thing is you never interrupt the enemy when you're in the position of power, and I'll tell you how. I arrived the night before, and I was with um, my attorney because, uh, and, my, and my counterpart because I needed to ask um, Mike Lindell something in regards to J6 and um, staff that was bringing in equipment for the media booth. And so we turn up at the back and, you know, we have equipment. And as I enter the facility, hold on, let me see if I can get the picture up. Give me a second. Give me one second. Let me pull it up. Is this the picture? Say it's the picture. I don't want to have to do this again. Let me see. Okay, so this person is a, a person named Michelle, and I'll give you the story on this person later. Super identity laundering, but I want you to pay attention. This person runs what Lindell calls the cause of America. I'll get into the details of that too, because I'm going to show you how one of the biggest psychological operations, how many psychological operations try to hijack grassroots movements, and this is why they hate me. All right, so we enter through the back, and the first thing I hear is that woman literally screeching. I did nothing but appear. I kid you not. And this is the woman that claims she invited me, which she did. But I'll explain to you why. So she starts screeching because I was in the back <laughs> with equipment to put for the media thing. And I'm like, look, I, I, I'm just going with people that are part of this event. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I told her, hey, you must be under a lot of stress because it was completely awarded. When I say shrieking, I mean shrieking. And, you know, she gets paid very well for what she does, which we'll discuss as well. <clears throat> and it was completely unwarranted. So obviously asking her the question of where's Mr. Lindell was out of the question, right, at that moment. So I said, you must be under a lot of stress doing all this and everything. And I said, you know, I will have the video for you tomorrow. I do have a draft, you know, because I'm hoping that I can put a video on for the people of Ohio. But it also has information that the people of the world need to see. And, you know, if it aligns, you can air it or you can use it as filler at another time. Obviously, she wasn't going to do that. And you'll understand later. Because I'll tell you where she came from. So... I asked her when she looked like she was calmer and we were done doing what we were doing and ready to go. I said, do you know where Mike is? And she's why? Well, I need to ask him a question and possibly showing him a video. She's like, you're going to send me the video. I said, it's not that. And I don't need a middleman for this. Thanks. Because it's actually privileged information. We actually have evidence that the Biden administration interfered with the J6 committee's investigations. And now Stuart Rhodes and Federique and Joe Biggs are fucked because they suppressed some of these, this stuff. But <laughs> at the crux of it, too, 
foreign intelligence was involved. And while people tell you about Ukraine, right, that was my operation too. <laughs> um, well, not all of it, right? I only play the part of the localizing, right? Other people execute. I have to be clear because people think that I have some idea of grandeur. But no, I created the schematics to localize and how we hire assets and which assets we should approach and which ones we can buy off or bribe. So I said, I don't need a middleman for this. Thanks. And she and my counterpart, who very few people have met and I keep off camera at all times, was like, oh no, shit. She's got it out for you. And I said, I already know. So I'm boggled as to why she invited me. He's like, you're not boggled. You already know. And to our surprise, Mike Lindell was there. So we kind of went to him. She didn't notice though, but she did at some point. And so he appeared and we asked him about a contract first because there's no need in showing him evidence if he's not privy to it because he can't be a plaintiff. Right. So as we were discussing, we were, you know, he answered the question. We were like, dupe, darn it. This would have been fantastic because Mike Lindell needs help. They're sucking him dry. All of them. And he's a good man. He is such a good man. And there's such bad people around him and that have been vouched by alleged very good people too. Whew. So me and my counterpart were like, well, I guess you don't have to see the video. No, he's like, I don't need to see the video. Don't need to see the video. We're good. You can't be part of this. Damn it. Because I really wanted him to get that retribution. So then here she comes with two of her friends and they usher Mike away into the car. He, and he was telling him, yeah, I don't have to see their video. It's fine. So he was referring to the J6 stuff. Now the next morning, again, we come with equipment and it was equipment for conservative daily actually. Right. And we come from the back. Like, I don't know the rules, right? I'm an invitee. I am the least threatening person to actually invite somewhere. I'm the only person that will not shoot up the place or cause any problems. I was there the year before that. And the year before that, I was on air. So it was kind of weird because the same lady, this time, shrieked like nobody's business, unprovoked completely while we were carrying things. And as I was being spanked and screamed at, as if I'm a little kid, I'm like, you're better than that. You're better than that. She's under stress and she's showing her pants. Just calm down, Tori. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm just following people. I don't know. You didn't give me a list of what to do. You need to go around the front and you need to go get wanded and you need to get your pass. You're going to wand me too. Okay. And that's procedure and that's normal. So I did. And so did my counterpart and my attorney that was present when that happened. And we did that. And that was it. And then I was waiting for Texanon to bring the video that I showed you guys before I got onto the other platforms. For those that are, would like to see the video that I was not allowed to broadcast, please go to uh, X and on my Twitter profile, 
which is at I don't exist tour. It's pinned to my profile so you can watch it. So, oh, and she also threw in, you know, you can't go on stage. She mumbled with that t-shirt because I had a free Assange t-shirt on, right? For those of you that saw me on Lindell TV, you, you know what I'm talking about. And so I ignored it and I thought, mm. so I was waiting for Texanon to come with the video that I wanted to play because I needed to give it to them and email it. And, you know, there's no way I'm going to get on Wi-Fi nor have my Bluetooth open in a place filled with spooks. But a lot of people did and they were pissed. But we'll talk about that later. So I went about and I was talking with people. I actually wanted to see a couple journalists because I'm working on some big stories that I want to give them, you know, because a lot of people think it's about credit. And that's a problem that Michelle and Jeff O'Donnell had. They thought by extending me the invitation to come and speak that I would shut the fuck up. I'm not because I don't need their platform. They need me. See, I have a global podcast, right? They need me, not the other way around. So I go about my day and I, and, and Michelle's hounding me for some slides, which we had sent a couple times. So either she was trying to manufacture, you know, incompleteness. Linda Opines had assisted me because I had no idea, and we're going to get into that, what this canvassing shit was and all that stuff, because that was just hope. And they admit that too. It was not to help you. It was to give you something to do. So you think you're doing something while they, while you pay them to come and speak, but we'll get into that. So as a global fucking podcaster, right? Damn, I shouldn't do that because then it shows like I have an ego and I am the one person that had ego death. But you know what? I'm doing it because I want to irritate them. Fair enough. Allow me this because I did say, oh, and those of you that joined on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, you didn't hear me say this. I find no pleasure in outing people. But in this one, I do because I was put through a humiliation ritual, which also helped me find out that there are holes in President Trump's security. But we'll get to that later, too. So, okay, private security firms, right? All right, so here we go. So I'm minding my own business. She's getting with me, and I was like, hey, I've got this draft, but it's not done. And she says, your video is not hopeful, and your message isn't hopeful. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm, like, super confused. What do you mean it's not full of hope? And, guys... Uh, all of this was said to me in the presence of others. So there are actual people that can back it up. And, you know, I never travel without my attorney. So, who happened to be a drone attorney. So, um, figure that, right? I'm trying to collect myself because I don't want to say unnecessary things. So, I'm having conversations because almost every single person on Cause of America used to be in the groups that I created for people to go do their thing. Remember that. Even Michelle was part of my Colorado group to poach Ash for America to handle her into the position she was at. So I'm giving you a little bit of background right there, just so you know. Just park that. So I'm minding my business and I'm sending it to her. And she's like, yeah, Mike doesn't need to see the video. He said that yesterday. And I was like, um, what? 
um, he was talking about something else. But, you know, she has a problem with me because she has to steal the work that people do in my groups to sell it to Mike Lindell for her paycheck. I already know this. And we're going to get into the details of this. And you're going to get into the, we're going to get into the details of who she is too and how she operated. So I wanted to be really frisky, you guys. I really did. And I was a little bit frisky because while I was there, I wanted to find out who sold the idea of the IP sniffer to Mike Lindell. So I went around to people and I said, damn, this is really weird. Are they really presenting my idea from last year? And you know, people hate that. Tori said that already. You know, that irritates them. And it's too bad you have an ego. We should be working together rather than against each other. But, you know, I'm not controlled, so that's a problem. Anyway, <laughs> I dropped that into the right ears to piss them off because they were like, damn, the bitch knows. And I'll explain that to you, too. So this Michelle that gets almost half a million dollars a year to steal the work of hardworking people while she has a budget of $100,000 a month to help them with filing fees, gas, and expenses, which she never gives them. She only gives them stuff for like audits. Pay attention. Paying attention yet? She was really, really not nice. So I decided I don't need to talk to her when my video comes. I'm going to just walk over to one of the attorneys of Mike's which I have been working with for many years on election stuff that people don't know about. And while all your influence heads say whatever, they all have me in their back pocket to help them, which is astounding to see the combative position they have because they have no power over me. So as I continue my day and I get this, I was having a brief conversation with Tina Peters who, by the way, was used, right? She was used. And an actual federal asset, again, working at France Speech, again, uh, her name is Sharona. My Sharona. She actually caused Tina Peters harm because she was a good person that wanted to do a good thing. And she was the right asset to use. She was the target. They used her and then they dropped her. They got what they wanted. Facts. Now, so we were having a conversation. I was like, oh, there's the attorney. I'll be right back. I'm going to go give it to him. So I walk over to the attorney and I'm like, here you go. Here's the video that I have. I wanted to play it, you know, during my time when I speak on behalf of the people of Ohio. Oh, which by the way, in private communications, they said, let's not have her speak about elections. Let's just demean her and have her speak like all the other people just about her state. And it's like, bitch, that's not demeaning me. It's my pleasure to pounce and thump the people of Ohio that have done so much by themselves, not with Dr. Frank, not with Seth Keschel, but by themselves. And I'll explain that. So I've seen those texts. Um, I actually have 52 gigabytes worth of texts, voicemails, you name it. Because I have eyes everywhere and people don't like that. And that's okay. You just better be doing the right thing because then those cards get pulled. So anyway, and I also have another 30-something from other people that just appeared because they were pissed. So I'm sitting with the attorney, and I'm like, here's the video. Um, my video guy just brought it. Um, have Lindell take a look, and if it fits with his theme, 
then that's great. If not, you can use it as a filler later. Here you go. So I'm talking with the attorney. And that woman gets up and says, he said he didn't, he didn't, he saw the video and he doesn't want it. And I was like, um, how did he see the video if I didn't have the video? Like, guys, I'm not kidding. That's the way she acted. And then she was like, you said you didn't need a middleman. Oh, she was butthurt because I told her that I didn't respect her authority. Reminding me of that cartoon, Cartman, South Park. Only in a, in a really witchy manner. Right. You got my drift. So anyway, I, um, I then looked at the attorney and I was like, who does she think she is? And why does she think she's allowed to talk to me the way she does? And the attorney said, oh, she's under a lot of stress. I said, that is no excuse. Okay. And I said, just get it to Mike. She was like, take care of it. X, Y, Z, which is the attorney. He witnessed it. I didn't talk to her. I ignored her. She scathed because she already knew that I knew about their big plan, which by the way, is well documented that we did this last year. And a lot of you gave me your results of the Wi-Fi sniffing. Just saying it's on torysaid.com. But you know, as I've said before, evil is not creative. So, and we tested it. Remember, guys, how many of you went out and sniffed your Wi-Fi's with the app and how I told you to do it? And we saw the masking of the Wi-Fi and the jumping, right? Shit. This is so bad. They like, they're constantly giving potatoes to Mike Lindell, constantly fucking his shit up. And okay, I need to let me get some, let me get some coffee. All right. So in the meantime, I have this guy named Patrick Kolbeck that also works for Cause of America. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so we're not going to play your video. I was like, fuck, no one's seen this fucking video, right? What, why are they so obsessed? And which one are they talking about? My J6 evidence or the fucking video that I want to play? So I'm just playing along and playing dumb as much as I can. And he's like, you need to follow the script. We're going to give you a script and you're going to follow the script. And I was like, the fuck I am. Uh, I don't do scripts. Well, you need to stay and follow the script. And I was like, I'm not going to follow the script. I'm going to thump my people the way I know. And hence why I was ignoring Brandon, who I really don't like. Because he's handled too. So, uh, you know, for me, I found it extremely distressing to be told that you won't speak unless you read the script. And so told them, fuck your scripts. And I also told them, you guys are going to fucking showcase something I put out over a year ago and tested with my listeners. And you guys siphon money to create a fucking device that he doesn't even need that will cause us issues where now they're going to pass regulations. You're not allowed to have electronic devices within a hundred feet of a voting location. Gee, thanks. So... At one point, I'm back in the area because I'm going to meet with a journalist to talk about a very big story that I couldn't have gotten with. We're talking bank transfers with USAID to an ambassador. Really, really nefarious stuff with uh, verified bank accounts and amounts. We're talking millions. And so I don't want to be the one to break it. I feel like I always have to do everything myself and that fucking sucks. So I wanted to give it to a journalist that I know is fantastic and is my friend 
and understands exactly the method to my madness, because a lot of people don't. But here, you're going to see how it works. So at that point, a very amazing person, her name is Sarah. She's been with Mike for like 27 years. She is as cute as a button. She was on the receiving end of my snark, though. She comes to me, and she had two muscle guys. Get ready for the humiliation ritual, guys. And I'm standing there, and I know that my reporter friend is talking to someone else, so I'm like, I'll wait for her to finish. And she says, hey, so we're not going to play your video. And I'm thinking, why the fuck is everyone so obsessed? But okay, I'll play the game. Okay, I know that. And so, you know, you're not going to stick to the script. I was like, what? I was told I just have to talk about the people of Ohio, like the lawsuits they did and the operation they conducted and what we found and what we the federal lawsuit that is kind of breaking. And she says, yeah, so you're not going to speak. We're going to replace you. So I said, are you sure about that? And she said, yes. And I said, so I spent nearly $5,000 in travel expenses to come here, invited by you, and I'm not going to speak. And she said, correct. And I said, okay, well, if you don't mind, I will be stating that to my audience. She's like, yeah, so I need your speaker pass. And I said, okay, but I need my press pass because I'm also press. She says, all right, we'll go and exchange it. And so while I saw her talking with these two security guards, which one of them actually does Trump rallies, so the company is the problem, not the guy. The guy was just taking orders, okay? So we don't hate the guy, right, because he was doing his job with whatever information was given to him. <laughs> so... I reach over to the reporter and I'm like, okay, let me show you this. This is what I need us to talk about. And I pull it up. And at that point, they literally shove me. They shove me from the back of the green room all the way to the front in front of everyone. <sighs> all right. So I was really embarrassed. In front of journalists in front of the people, and I thought to myself, I'm not going to cry. I'm crying now because I don't care. But I am going to be fine, and I guess I have to go through this to see what's going on, right? So by the time he humiliated me with his buddy, Muscle, taking me out to the main floor. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put up with this anymore. I was like, listen, buddy, I'm going over to the booth. Here's my fucking pass. Bring me my press pass. He was pissed because at that point I was like, all right, I did the humiliation ritual for this bitch and that's about it. I'm going to do. And I had to eat it and swallow it because I didn't want to make Mike look bad. And I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, shit, what if they told him Whatever it is, it's a lie because everything happened in the place of witnesses. So I went to the booth. Oh, allow me to rewind. My exchange with Sarah, something I omitted. I said to her, I will tell my listeners what happened. And she said, is that a threat? And I was like, are you threatened by the truth? <laughs> and, you know, it's like, what? So I accepted it. And I took one for the team. Remember, every single person in Cause of America are from my telegram groups that they poached for their psychological operation, actually a paramilitary operation with the facade of grassroots, which I will explain further. Ooh. So I was there 
they were looking for another speaker. Apparently, they wanted Dr. Frank. <laughs> and then Mike was like, why isn't she speaking? I invited her. No one is going to remove her. I invited her. Who made this? So then all the catty bitches got together to, to draw whatever story they wanted, even though everything was witnessed by other people that could be refused. Even Tina Peter saw it. And other people saw it. But they all do this loyalty thing when it's a psychological operation because they were terrified. And it's like, nah, man, I'm here to watch this Trojan horse. And I'm here to see how you're going to destroy Mike Lindell. And either way, her handler's in Chicago. But that's another story. We could talk about it a little bit later. So Mike said, no, she's speaking. She came all this way, spent her own money, and I invited her, and you told her, no, she's speaking. So then um, Sarah came and said, do you still want to speak? And I said, you don't have a choice. So then I gaslit them, right? I, I don't even remember what I was saying because I was so pissed. Guys, I was so pissed that I had to be humiliated like that. But it was nice to see them eat crow that I had to speak. So for those of you that actually saw me on stage, get this. So after they were told that I, that I must speak because Mike said so because he invited me, they still treated me like shit. So behind the green area where people would sit down and wait their turn, the guard was like not one step further. So I was supposed to sit by the garbage in the back like a leper, right? Because he said so. And my attorney was with me and he's like, he said not one step. And I said, fuck him. I'm going to take a seat because this is unacceptable. So I sat down and I waited for my turn. And then they told me that I'm only going to have that. And the voice of God is going to announce me. And then I'm going to go and talk. And as you guys know, I mentioned, hey, Brandon, nice tan. And I ended with nice tan. For those of you that understand that, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> so if you guys actually watch the video back, you'll see that I was out of breath because I was so fuming for the way they treated me. When everything they did there was my work. And they all get paid millions of dollars to fucking scam Mike Lindell. And I did my thing. And I think I did Ohio proud. I hope I did. Because I was not in a position to be, you know, happy. All right. All right. So now that you hear the humiliation ritual, let me tell you how this all started. So back on November 5th, 2020, when I was online streaming the elections, I saw the flood thing and I was like, shit. They took my, my plan for Ukraine that was scrapped almost instantly because the pipe works were decentralized and we couldn't use it in Donbass, right? And so they went straight for the, hey, we're going to stop counting bullshit. And I freaked out and Twitch cut my feed. They, they had never done that before. And so on November 5th, 2020, I created spaces in, in Telegram for every state. And those spaces were supposed to be digital spaces of people within the same state to get together and have conversations. Now, the reason I created them is because it's important that people get together in their own communities and start discussions. And so it was really important that I can facilitate a position where people can, can do this.
And obviously I own these groups, right? And the reason I own them is because people get angry and then they fucking delete the whole group and then everybody loses all the work that they, <laughs> they did. And my um, listeners will tell you, and those that are in the groups, I don't give orders. I don't do any of that. Actually, I just shit post and post the things that I'm doing on my main page and it's their choice if they want to follow suit or not or maybe dig in a little bit more. So I created a space where people on a digital platform on November 5th, 2020 can actually sit down and talk. And I suggested, hey, why don't you guys get in person, you know, together in person, you know, county groups, do your potluck, meet offline. This is, this is 2020, you guys. All right. So I created these groups and they all went. Now, on top of that, obviously, I had feds come and I let them. Again, you never interrupt the enemy. See, if your intentions are bad, you will be exposed regardless. You will be recognized by your fruit. So different cells were created to target certain things. So at one point, like the Texas group had oh, shit ton, thousands and thousands of people that then decided, holy crap, we're being infiltrated and created private groups amongst themselves. I've met them. And Texas is fucking amazing. They've got over 25 lawsuits going on the elections that no influencer has touched and they won't talk about because they're not making money on it and it's not their idea. You see how that goes? So because we actually have it in a court record that the machines weren't certified in 2017 and 2018, but they won't talk about it because it wasn't their idea. And then it gives merit to the fact that I had stated it and I'm not, I don't play games and I do not want psyops. Therefore I'm not a team player. The only time I'm not a team player, is you're asking me to play a game. I learned very, very quickly that if you refuse to play the game, that's how you fucking win. So we created these groups. You know, this calls for a cigarette on November 5th, 2020. And they were actually infiltrated, um, infiltrated. I shouldn't say that, but they came to watch good and bad. And I noticed what we notice on the Lord of the Flies. Have any of you read that book or know the sustenance of it? <laughs> the, the core of it is that humans without a structural society are savages and they require authority and institutionalization in order to be able to effectively function that's the crux of it and it's true i hate ah i, I hate that word okay how's this i don't like people i really don't because everyone has the quality of um self-preservation, which is one of the most ugliest qualities possible. And so as I'm watching these groups form and I'm observing everything, but not interfering, there were people that wanted to be more important. And, you know, these are people that have ego problems or they're going through things in their life and that's fine. And I watched it. And then I watched administrators that I had that then suddenly started to be a virtual couple and having phones like... I'm not even going to go anyway. So um, they then started to treat them like kids and spanking them and banning people. And I let that happen because I was like, when are the people going to get up and say, fuck you? 
and I just watched it. I wasn't going to interfere because you can't do that. I would rather have a thousand people in a group and end up with 10 because I know the 10 will fucking work their asses off and do the work for a hundred thousand. And that's exactly what we're seeing too. So I watched all of this happen and watched the dynamic that you would see in Lord of the Flies, <laughs> this savagery of I know best. And I had to observe it. I had to let it take its course. And so at that time, Patrick Byrne, he's admitted this on my show, funded the America First audit groups that were run by the actual person that infiltrated General Flynn and Seth Keschel, which ended up with Seth Keschel being divorced and going through a lot of shit, right? Allow me to spark this. So he admitted that he paid money, but he can't recreate what I did. And that's because you don't pay people to fight for their country, right? You don't tell people what to do to fight for their country. They're going to have to want to do it themselves. And this is why they hate me, because they did the wrong op. The right op was to not fucking conduct one in the first place. But, you know, Lord of the Flies, everything is chaos. Shit, that may have applied 10 years ago and even maybe five. But the bottom line is, it was 2020. People were pissed and their eyes were open. And if you're paid, you're a mercenary, period. And you're conducting and executing an operation. I don't give a shit what you tell me. But Tori, you're paid. No, I'm, I'm paid by the people to be able to cover my expenses and pay other people for things, right? You call me a grifter? How many of you motherfuckers actually told people what was happening in advance? None. Tell me all these others that call me grifters, what have they done for you? Have they gone to the Supreme Court? Absolutely not. Have they filed a lawsuit? Absolutely not. Have they taught you how to fight the system? Absolutely not. They tell you to come to their offense and listen to them bitch because that's going to fix it. So he did form those groups. And what happened was the groups themselves poached people from my groups and they targeted the ones that had, you know, this sense of I'm more important than everyone else. I know everything. Right. And there's a lot of people like that. Right. Right. There's a lot of those. Right. You know what I'm saying? So specifically in the state of Colorado, there was this woman named Ash Epp, who was the face of Cause for America. They were in my Colorado group. And then Michelle turns up in Colorado. Shit. Husband's like a doctor. They're linked to Obama. Her FBI handlers in Chicago. You know, her identity is pretty laundered and iffy. But I'm not here to dox. I'm here to explain. So she enters the group too. Now, all of you know how Seth Keschel was trashing me and doing things. Because a lot of these people that are part of these psychological operation cells that are executing duties to keep the people pacified or engaged while they figure out what they're going to do, right? And they were pissed that I was right and they were wrong. And I get it. And he's apologized and I'm totally fine. But I'm not fine with him going around the circuit talking about how canvassing is going to help us because it's fucking not. Nobody gives a shit. You can't present that in court. This is just to pacify you to see there's an issue. Everybody fucking knows the elections are stolen. Done. Right? And I could tell you that at Lindell's event, there are no experts. I'm going to tell you about Professor Clements and how he came up. Now, 
my boyfriend wanted to like throw hands with him too because <laughs> of the shitty talk. But he apologized about that. I mean, he had no choice. I'm trying to prop this phone up so I can see my rumble chats on my phone at least because I can't see them on my screen. <clears throat> so anyway, the America First audit groups, how they started was like that. They were paid, they installed people, they poached people from the groups that were, you know, just had big ideas about themselves, right? And then they went and they would say, Tori's doing great work. And then it changed. Josh Mayer changed. You know, assets always show their ass. So that is the group that was run by Seth Keschel and Professor Clements. Now let's go to Professor Clements. February 2021, my listeners reached out to Professor Clements. And this is why he was recruited into the psychological operation and then got chewed up and spit out and he did the job that he had to do. Now, but he did a great audit. Yeah, the devil's going to do some good shit for you, right? The person that's infiltrating you will come in, right? Will come in and do something fantastic for you and then fuck you, right? That's how you get in. You just need your foot in the door. So that way they can trust you and embrace you. Because Jeff O'Donnell has been sitting by starting this fucking bullshit raccoon army, right? Blowing smoke out uh, up Lindell's ass, telling him that this device is going to save the elections. No, getting rid of the machines is going to save the elections. And this sniffer is something that I already did and you took it from me and then went to get money from him when it's open source. I have that shit on GitHub. So I digress. Sorry, I'm going to stop. All right, then. So where was I? When I get angry, I just completely fucking blank. Okay, so America First Audits, right? Whew. So Salty Lulu that you all know fucking outed text messages, tried to paint General Flynn as a skirt chaser and destroyed Seth Kessel's life, which, by the way, I had warned Patrick Byrne from before. And at that point, when he realized that I was right, he denounced them. But you know who was running them? Professor Clement. That's where I was at. Huh. Just reminding myself. So my listeners were filing quo warrantos on, in February of 2021. This is while people were still with their thumbs up their ass. We were actually getting to work. Right. And I filed one too. Right. Everybody filed one. There were multiple ones in some states everywhere except for Mississippi. I think the Marshall Islands filed one. Puerto Rico filed one. Right. They all put it on the record. By what authority are you sitting in your seat because the elections were rigged? So they reached out to this professor. Right. Why not? We tap sources. Right. To to learn. Right. We're not lawyers. Right. But we can read. And so they tapped him. And at some point he called me. <laughs> And considering the fact that I'm under FISA warrants and multiple FBI investigations, uh, some against others, some just shit, when is she going to fuck up so we can roll her up so she could shut up, right? Um, he, I called him because, you know, we had a conversation and then I never called him back. And I waited. And you know where he popped up? Damn it. I had not seen him on any circuit. Obviously, I saw him in the America First audits. And I'm like, maybe he's getting involved. So I shut up and just watch. And then I saw him at the symposium. And I was like, the fuck he doing there? How is he an expert from February where he knew nothing? And now he's a fucking expert. I'm so confused. I am really confused. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and there was, and you know, there's like, I have haters like you never like seriously. And this is why I don't do video because they'll just use that shit, pause it on a really ugly face and share it. And I hate that. 
but I'm okay with it now. I'm all right with it now. I'm getting used to it now. So anyway, I see this and I'm like, holy shit. Then I see Ron Watkins and, and you know, he was showing a script on the screen that was evidently from a CAC card, but whatever. And I'm watching this and I'm talking to the red team and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? The red team. I was talking to them, but you know, I'm a grifter. I don't know anybody. So I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Are you guys bombing, like totally destroying Lindell right now? Like what is going on? Right? So then rumors started, Mary Fanning, Dennis Montgomery, nah, 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 you know, bullshit. We know best. But in the meantime, this Michelle lady had taken this Ash for America person and started grooming her. And so then Ash for America went and sold the idea with Michelle to Mike Lindell, and she became the face of Cause for America, right? <laughs> I was like, damn. And she was getting paid like $300,000 a year to take the hard work of individuals and sell it as her own work. Look what I organized. Fact. Fact check me. So I watched this shit happen. I mean, how do the people of Cause of America that bust their asses in their states feel that Michelle is taking your shit and getting almost half a million dollars a year? How do you feel that she has a budget of $100,000 that Lindell allocated, right, to give to you people of Cause of America to pay for your fucking gas and your filing fees and everything, and she pockets that shit? Or maybe not. She may not be pocketing it. So where's the money? Because that's $1.2 million at least a year on top of her salary. Like, these are facts. Fact check me. So anyway, this Michelle person who's actually a handler, you know, used Ash. But Ash isn't that smart, right? Now she's at Badland Media, another PSYOP right there, right? <laughs> With that thirsty guy, John Hendren, who used to call himself Patel Patriot because he was like totally sweating Cash Patel because he wanted to get acknowledged and it was so ridiculous. And I can't even believe that grown adults would actually consider him a source for anything. Okay. So I have pretty much, you know, I forgive Ash for what she did. It's not her fault. Get this. Oh, well, you know, after seeing pictures with Enrique Tario, I have to take a little bit of that back. Okay. Take it back just a little bit, but she could have been just an, uh, you know, just a person that was overly excited, you know, to, to, to help her country. And, you know, this Michelle groomed her really well. And they all had accounts in my Telegram, which I watched carefully. We all watched them carefully, watching how they would poach the work and then add some shit on it and say it was theirs. Hard work that people were doing in their state groups. That's why I was telling them, hey, why don't you guys just fucking get together? Then we had the Steinbart op come in, right, and try to ping in. They wanted to fuck California, and they did, right? And so I was just watching all of this because you should never, ever interfere, ever, right? Because then you lose the plot. You need to see who's doing it, why, and figure it out. So you just got to watch this. This is why it's hands off. Be like, you shouldn't do anything. No, I don't. So anyway, when Mike Lindell, and, and wait, hiatus. So then after the cyber symposium, I found something quite interesting. I found that Brennan House, who was in charge of the data, was actually selling data, and I'll tell you how. 
So as you guys know, I have been investigating J6 from the get-go. I was boots on the ground. My guy was documenting everything OSINT. And um, I wanted to buy some data. <laughs> and the data I was offered was data from people that registered with Frank's speech. And so I fucking freaked out. I think I said it on my show two years ago. They're selling the data. And then I saw that the data was being sold to an old Stratford cell, which is Alex Jones InfoWars. That's why you were seeing Frank Speech Media on InfoWars, right? So they were selling the data, but it wasn't stripped correctly because the data that I was going to purchase when I asked for a sample had emails, date of births, names, address, the whole fucking nine yards, and the last four of the credit card they used for if they ever used it. So I was upset because we have a problem, right? So I saw the data go there, and then that same data is being given to Pete Santilli, who's a front for a telehealth company that's not really his. I think it's like Roger Stone or one of the or Joe Flynn's. I'm not sure. I I may be wrong on this, so don't quote me on it. But he did get that data too. This is why they don't like me, because I tell that to their face. So what I did was I um contacted Joe Oltman. As you guys know, Joe Oltman is one of the biggest data aggregators next to Google. And he has shown me how he strips PII. PII is very important. Let's be honest, everyone sells data. They sell demographics because that's how you know who you sell your cake and your fucking shoes to, okay? But what you have to do is protect information. You should be giving things like sex, age group, and location, right? That's it. So I told him that, and Joe Oldman assumed the contracts for Brandon House. Fact. So he fixed it. He came in and fixed it. So that's that. Because I've seen the way he does it, and it's exceptional uh, in the sense of as much as it can be, you know, um, it, it's a good thing. So they know I know this. So now let's move on to Ash was being burned. And so Michelle stepped up and took on her role. But she continued to try to, she continued, and most of the people in her Cause of America group are also in the groups that have been set up by grassroots, actual grassroots, you know, the ones that nobody comes in and say, all right, we're going to do this, all of us at this same time. Oh, I can suggest all I want. But there are state groups that are like, nah, man, Tori, that shit doesn't work for us. We're going to do it this way. What do you think? And they'll ask for advice from everyone. Because, you know, in my groups, I don't just have moms and, and, and retirees. I have doctors. I have nurses. I have lawyers. I have people from the Library of Congress. I have retired military, active military, okay? They're not stupid. My audience is actually very well educated. And so... She started doing it. And, you know, obviously that was her job in the first place. So she had to put herself on it. I mean, for all y'all ladies out there, you know, I don't even want to show up because there's family members. I have a whole file on this chick. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. But if my husband was such a renowned surgeon, the fuck, I'd be sipping martinis in Costa Rica doing the whole mom thing. Yeah, my drift. So, anyway, continuing on. So this is how 
Cause of America was created after um, America First audits failed to be a psychological operation that Seth Cashel and that PSYOP group thought was for their benefit. It was actually to destroy General Flynn and Seth Cashel, something that I told Patrick Byrne was going to happen, and they ignored it until it happened. So um, that's how Cause of America was created. Now, let me explain to you. Oh, you know what? I actually have a picture of that slide. Let me, let me share that. I should share that. Let me, let me do that quickly. Let me share that with you guys. I think I have a picture of that slide. Do I? Please tell me I do. Is that the image? No. Is that it? Oh, no, it's not. It's another image. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, I gotta find it. Let me just pull it off my my folder here. Mm. So paramilitary groups, I just want people to understand what they are. And um, it's, it's, it's a big deal. I can't find it now. It's a big deal because basically what you do is compartmentalize and then you mask your true intentions, right? And this is how you do it. So like a uh, paramilitary movement, it operates with a grassroots facade. Grassroots means that you organically do it. We've seen it in BLM. We've seen it with the Sunrise Movement, Momentum, right? Where these are people and that, you know, that actually really upsets me. The actual core of the Black Lives Matter movement, which are people that love, um, you know, to voice, their contestation to what is going on and how they're treated, right, is really important. Because if anyone wants to say that there isn't systemic racism, you haven't been paying attention. You have to remember that COVID was racist so that the minorities can go first and get this vaccine. But we've all seen that movie before. We've also remembered that video, and I think it's still up on YouTube, where it's called Eugenics, where Kamala Harris was asked to sign an acknowledgement that uh, Black Americans in California were sterilized because they were feeble-minded and how they were provided vaccinations that rendered them almost handicapped. And Kamala Harris being so, such a bleeding heart for people of color, denied. There's a video on my YouTube channel, you should watch it. So, okay, I found the slide that I mocked up and I, I, I'm gonna put it on the screen now. So here it is, grassroots facade. The movement might maintain the appearance of a grassroots organization to attract supporters and evade detection. They could use community outreach, social programs, and advocacy efforts to mask their true intentions. Now, a, pa a paramilitary movement, and I'm putting this on here if anyone wants to take it as notes, um, it operates with the facade that they're grassroots to attract funding from a specific target. In this case, it's Mike Lindell and the activities of the movement inadvertently align with the intention behind their target. So Mike Lindell wants to fix elections and they're like, hey, we have this idea, but we need money. And it's like, why do you need money? None of the people that are actually making change right now need fucking money. We all chip in. In fact, I was handing out my, my debit card online <laughs> so that we can pay for filing fees, right? You know, we can all chip in, right? That's how it is. This is so fucked up.
And I know a lot of them wish they would have embraced me, but it wouldn't have worked then either. I've been fighting on my own in the darkness. I give zero fucks. So there are psychological operations being conducted. Cause of America. I, I'm just thinking, like all these, I met all these people. These people used to be in my group. They're like, we used to be in your group, but, and I'm like, but what? Now you're submitting your group, your state group's work to her who gets paid to say that she did it when it's not hers. So now you understand where the beef is with all these psyobbers because they can't replicate what I created. And the only thing I created was an environment where people can actually sit together and talk. And all they did was infiltrate and divide and start these cultish things. Actually, don't they call President Trump's space a cult too? And that's because people love him because he speaks the truth. And that's a big problem for people because we've got to stick to the script, right? Now let's get to this device and the real reason they invited me. About a, a week ago, I was supposed to be testifying in a case in Texas where we actually have cornered the DA of a county to actually show his cards and say that the machines weren't certified and they had no certifications on file. This is amazing. And this is done by a grandma, right? And no one paid that did it on her own because she wanted to fix the problem and self-govern. And that's exactly what we've been doing for the past couple of years together. So here's the deal. Here's what happened. Um, Jeff O'Donnell wanted to reach out to me and speak to me, probably because he was nervous because I was coming. And this is why Michelle suggested to invite me in the first place. Well, this bitch just wants attention. So if we bring her here, she won't attack us. Fuck you. I don't need your platform. I've got my own. I get more views than any of your shit. So do you need me? Yes. So um, fuck, I, when I get angry, <clears throat> I've got to pause. Because like I said, today is a little bit different because it's personal. Like Michael Curry, I give zero fucks. Um, but this is kind of personal because they humiliated me. I can't express the humiliation that I was put through. And if Mike Lindell knew how they humiliated me, right, I don't think he would be okay with that, especially when they lied, right? So this is why she invited me, and there's evidence of that, right? They invited me because they took the Wi-Fi sniffer idea from me that me and my listeners conducted last year. And what we determined was is that they were masking uh, the Wi-Fi IPs. They would swap out some printers. Um, some would show as printers, but when you actually look it up, it was a DHS fiber line. So that was really weird. We looked at it in all states. There were people, I mean, you can ask them. There's tens of thousands of them. So Jeff O'Donnell took what I had done in 2022, convinced Mike Lindell to fund it, and then sold the potato, which if he actually paid attention, he'd know that it served no merit. I mean, I tried that already and it failed. Oh, and you don't have to trust me. You could go to torysaid.com or in fact, maybe I can pull up one of my clips. Let me see. Where's that clip? Where's the clip where I'm talking about it? Does anybody want to drop it into the Tory Says chat right under my last post? The 
the podcast in 2022, please, so that I can share it where we actually did the Wi-Fi sniffing. Because that's what they did. So they brought me in thinking, hey, if we're nice to her, she's just like everybody else. She's thirsty for views. <laughs> like the fuck I am. Um, you know, I'm the most self-conscious person out there after I gain weight. The last thing I want to do is go on TV that adds like another 20, right? I don't need help with looking around. I'm fine doing it just by myself, you know? So, and I don't like being around people that are there conducting operations because that triggers me too. So let me see if anyone in Telegram dropped this for me. It was where I talked about sitting outside of your voting facility and scanning the Wi-Fi networks. You know, actually, I could go to torysaid.com by myself and search that shit up. Let me see. Torysaid.com. Actually, let me show you guys how this works. I haven't even put this together, and that's another reason people hate me, because I don't sell T-shirts. My listeners make their own T-shirts to wear and thump me. And I never built this site. Some guy did where he has archived every single article and podcast and anything that has remained online and alive so that people can search. Because as you'll see, I talked about the vaccine and graphene way before any of your talking heads. I have been giving heads up for like forever. Elections, Wi-Fi, 2022. Maybe that'll come up like that. Let's see. Elections, Wi-Fi, 2022. Is that how it goes? Someone. Um, oh, thank you. But that's on that's on Rumble, right? Let me let me see if I can grab that link. Loan. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Because um, this is. Ooh, what happened there? Okay. So this is actually um, citizen made. I didn't make this. And here we go. So I got it. Thank you, loan. So where is it? Is this it? This is the one. Ukraine, Ukraine. Um, where's the Wi-Fi sniffer? I don't see that. Let me check if anyone else found it. Zoros. Oh, it's posted here. Let's see. Because I'm not coming and saying things. Because a lot of people are like, yeah, 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 Tori said it. No, I fucking did. Oh, there it is. I see it. Thank you. I just saw that. Thank you. Thank you, Zoro, for sending that. I appreciate you. Because these are people that actually tried this, okay? It's not like we're just making this shit up. People actually worked really hard to do this and demonstrate this. So where is it? I saw it down there highlighted when I loaded it. Other trackers like Wi-Fi sniffers and your public phone connection capturing identity. Wait, this is from another episode. This is from, is this from 2022? Yeah. I don't know. Let me check. I can check. I'm looking for a very specific one, but I'll be patient. Let me just check. And this is how I check. I just click on the link just so you guys know, and it'll take me to this page. So if ever you want to hear on a part, this is from 2022, July 8th. That's right. Let's see what I said at that point. Before capturing its unique identifying information, other trackers like Wi-Fi sniffers lie in wait on public Wi-Fi networks, intercepting and analyzing your phone's outbound communications. Since these trackers can be installed throughout a city, authorities can use them to map out a phone's movements. 
Let's say you post something online that the government finds incendiary. Police can go to social media companies and find out your username, phone number, and your device ID. They can then look up that device ID to see what the trackers have captured. This way, police can find out where you've been and where they might be able to find you. These trackers can also exploit weak security practices and might be able to screen the apps you've installed. And those apps can say a lot about you. For example, police from a county in Guangdong bought phone trackers and hope they can use them to detect which phones have a Uyghur to Chinese dictionary app. Users of the app are likely part of the Uyghur ethnic minority, a group that is heavily surveilled and oppressed by the government. In 2019, a New York Times journalist walked around the city in Xinjiang, where most Uyghurs live. There, he found 38 Wi-Fi sniffers in just one neighborhood. We traced one of the earliest phone tracker purchases to Shandong Province in 2015. Seven years later, according to our analysis, all 31 of mainland China's provinces and regions have them. Phone trackers are powerful tools on their own, but here is what happens when you combine them with other data. These are internal product presentations we obtained. All right, I'm going to stop that and take you to the the one where we were gearing up. And in fact, my listeners posted their results from their voting areas to show exactly what we had captured. And so, you know,、um, this means that someone is trying to bankrupt Mike Lindell for sure. But I want to show you. My lawyer was on air with、um, Joe Altman. Discussing what I was doing, you know, because、uh, everybody else is just sharing memes and telling you to sit back and relax, which aligns with what they were pushing, you know, within the thing. You know, let me let me let me let me do a hiatus here. Just give me a second, hiatus right here. So let's go back a hundred years to the Great Depression. I'll, I'll show you just a simple example of how it is. There were people jumping off buildings because they lost everything. Right, that's what they tell you. You weren't there, but if you notice, a new craze came up. You know, with the little fringy dresses, and everyone was out drinking and dancing while people were jumping off buildings. They were enjoying the show. They were not participants. They were spectators. Now, allow me to play this clip. Yeah, I wanted to. My lawyers wanted me. I was like, "Can we show them that DHS is in control of all the IP addresses?" Right? Here's the evidence. You know, DHS, for the, for the sake of safety, is monitoring, mining, and guiding our elections. Hey, can we show them that Frank LaRose, who's Ohio Secretary of State, is also a DHS advisor? So, which、What? hat is he wearing, federal or state? No joke. Wait,、yes. but come on. Yes, here's the evidence. They actually.、What? Created a, an exception in Ohio law for him to do this, and I'm like, so now the lines of of federal and state are completely blurred, right?、Um, I was、CIA、like, hey, we, yeah, well, well, you know, remember Frank LaRose was there helping select Zelensky in 2019. This is. So allow me to point this out. Frank LaRose is also special forces, so. We have good eggs and bad eggs. I hope you're paying attention because he's pandering to people for Senate that he's a farm boy. He's not. 
His dad actually owns one of the biggest uh, alcohol distributors in the Midwest called House LaRose, right? And while Frank LaRose was actually in state legislature, he helped pass a law to create Jobs Ohio, which stands for Ohio Beverage Services. And now his Jobs Ohio, why not? Unemployment and alcohol go together. And created a um, partnership with the World Economic Forum. And just a couple weeks ago, we had Conservative Inc. with really big names pushing for people to vote yes on issue one. And what people didn't know is that the people of Ohio were the ones that they were stopping. And you're gonna be like, no, it was about abortion. It fucking wasn't. Let me tell you what it was. Because Attorney General Yost actually made the declaration on his, on his own official page on August 18th. A bunch of people in Ohio had gotten together and submitted an amendment to the Constitution to strip elected officials of their immunity. And this is why we can't sue the J6 committee. They have immunities. This is why we can't sue the Department of Justice for suppressing evidence that foreign intelligence was involved in the J6 debacle in the movie. So they all conned the people to make it the hardest state for to get a people backed initiative. Now tell me, if that was on the ballot, that we are amending our constitution to strip elected officials of their immunities when they violate our civil liberties, would the left not vote for it? Of course they fucking would. And the right. See, there's where the unity kicks in. So while all of this, since 2021, five different versions have been given to Attorney General Yost, which would also, which has also, violated the Ohio state constitution by allowing vax mandates and mask mandates along with the governor and the Supreme Court of Ohio, who when I filed a writ of mandamus and said, tell the governor to follow the Ohio state constitution, the Ohio state constitution says you can't force me to take meds. You can't force me to wear masks. It says it, it spells it the fuck out. Guess what they said? No, no opinion. Just no, that's okay. I filed it in my federal suit. That's still alive. So all of them, violated civil liberties in the Ohio State Constitution. Yet you had your influencing, your psychological operators, convince you that it was about abortion, not about the fact that the people were trying to gain power. See, it was a babushka psyop. And obviously Tori comes in through the middle and she's salty, fuck yeah I am. But I'm actually quite nice too. As long as you don't harm the people and you're not lying, I'm your best ally because we're on the same page. When we're not on the same page, I have a problem. And you obviously have me as a problem. And I'm okay being a villain in an evil person's story. Actually, I promote that. So let's get going on this. Um, that show is where I said that all of us are gonna go and get the IPs and demonstrate that DHS owns everything because your elections have been federalized, something else nobody is telling you, that that was actually stuffed into the CARES Act where DHS now, for your own safety, of course, is monitoring and controlling all IP addresses in your state. So your digital sovereignty as a state is out the fucking window. Now, I also wanna show you how psychological operations work. They want you to focus on whatever they want you to focus on so that you're not focusing on anything else. That's why I said, we've got fires, we've got derailments, we've got, there's so many distractions, human trafficking, child trafficking. You're gonna be like, that's serious. It's totally serious, but you're not gonna fix it if your elections aren't fixed, okay?
you're not. And that's a fact. And that's something that I've been very consistent about. And anyone that was following me on Twitter before the 2016 elections, in 2015, in 2016, in 2017, you know what I did in 2017 that hardly anybody knows about? I sent letters to every single congressperson and every single senator and said, hey, the machines are not certified. Fix it. Wyden was the only one who probably had a staffer. Thank God for that. And it's in my affidavit. That said, hey, there's no certifications. We need to get this fixed. And here's the thing. They can't retroactively produce it because it's codified in some state law. And guess what? There was no quorum, which means that Nancy Pelosi passed laws when she was unlawfully elected with machines that were not certified. And hence this, when I went down in 2020, I spoke to all the people that you pay a shit ton of money to go pose for a fucking picture and said, Here's what we need to do. Forget chasing the ballots because here's their plan right here. I'm showing it to you. They said you're going to do this. So you're countering an operation with another operation and you're going to fail because they've already had their preemptive strike. And they all looked at me. We don't know who you are. Doesn't matter. What is my, what is, what am I giving you? I'm giving you the whole enchilada. I'm telling you that the only way to win is to say, well, hold on a second. We just realized that 2017 and 2018 are not valid elections. And I said, and at the end, we'll be only with 56 senators. And they said, Tori, that'll be chaos. And I said, do you have any idea what's coming? And they all looked at me like, <laughs> right. Because what was coming is them making a fortune on the talking circuits, right? That's it. That's basically it. That's why I don't go to events, right? I don't go to events. I don't need anyone to venerate me. I'm pretty fine on my own coattails. I don't need any bitch. And, you know, to say something, you know, a lot of people know I have beef with Roger Stone. And I think I addressed this before I got on these channels. So allow me to reiterate. I don't hate Roger Stone. I'm angry at Roger Stone. Okay? He's a fucking genius. Right? He is a fucking genius. But he messed up. He tried to implement a plan that would have worked 10 years ago. definitely not working today. And he should have seen the writing on the wall when they sued him in Ohio in 2016 for trying to push the alternate elector 2016 stop the steal. Okay? Facts. So that's why I'm angry at him. And I am actually angry that he used a child grooming asset that is completely, oh, you know, with the Hasberg jaw you know, in the way he talks, because he's literally a narcissist. People are like, you're a narcissist. No, I'm not. I'm actually very self-aware of myself. I know exactly what I have done. I know exactly where I stand. And I know exactly the knowledge I have. I don't need you to validate that I am right because I already know I'm right. But he does. He needs to be. He's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't even talk about characters like that. <sighs> so. He put Tiny Dancer to take over his thing. And I actually have video of Ali Akbar actually saying Roger Stone gave me stop this deal. So then you would think to yourself, why would you have a child grooming gay fake Christian that says that he can feel the earth and that he's genetically superior? Actually, I'll leave that for another time. So um, that's why I'm angry because he, he put a clown like that to destroy me. While, while all of you were asleep, 
I was out exposing how China was buying land in North Dakota. I had gotten a, a sheriff of Wells County arrested, but they left the nurses, I guess because they had farming families, right, alone, because they were pushing Oxycontin and fentanyl, right? And so if you're a nurse and you have someone that's in pain and you believe that they need 100 milligrams of fucking Oxycontin, right, you're going to issue two pills of 50 milligrams a day, correct? No. They were issuing 10 pills of Oxycontin a day, which is not an intent to medicate, but an intent to distribute. And so he got arrested and rounded up. Everybody hated me there. I gave zero fucks because I probably saved so many people doing that. And then I was exposing the trafficking network because they were hustling out a shit ton of people from the Native American um, uh, reservations there. And then the kid that was actually raped by the attorney general, his name was Daniel Fuller, right? I was trying to get him to give me information on who the contacts, like which cartel were they working with within the state of North Dakota, which then appeared by itself. This is how God works in Mandan, right? But I had given him a phone and we were communicating. His parents knew that he was communicating with someone, right? And Danny Fuller, look it up, from North Dakota. That kid had gone through hell. Was shot unarmed at the base of his skull by a police officer. A couple days before the attorney general filed another lawsuit against me because, you know, the judge was not going to bar me from using the Internet. And the judge wanted to wipe his hands of this bullshit. Right. That was extremely unconstitutional. But they came in hard. They just uh, they just filed wherever the fuck they could just to attack my character. So while all of you were sitting there, I was actually exposing these things on my own. And I'm not telling you this because it's like I'm better than you because there's a million other people that have done the same thing that you don't even know their names or faces that have died doing this. We could talk about Phil Haney. We could talk about Bree, right? We could talk about so many people that have been eliminated, disappeared, and died trying to get information out. And yet we have people still conducting psychological operations among us because they think you're too stupid for the truth. And I'm not saying the whole truth, right? I'm saying, tell them what they're capable of doing. And now I'll go back to that video that I played at the beginning. And those of you that are on YouTube and um, uh, Facebook or Twitter, it was a retweet that I did of someone that showed Jennifer Aniston being really upset with her man because he didn't want to help. She had to ask for help. And then he was like, all right, I'll do the dishes. She's like, I didn't want to have to ask you. And so now even if they come forward, which they have, oh, go local. It's like, fuck you, dude. That's three years too late. We shouldn't have to ask you to help us. The truth doesn't need defending. It can defend itself. I don't need people to retweet my things. I don't need people to defend me. I like it, though, because no one's ever stuck by my side, and I feel that I don't deserve it because of the things that I have conducted in my life, but I've made peace with that. Because think about it. If I had never done that, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now, which is dispel the chaos with knowledge. I'm not here to tell you I'm important. I'm here to just educate you and give you the tools. That's exactly what journalists should be doing. They shouldn't just be reporting 
We should be investigating and finding the source of the issue. And the source of the issue that we have as a nation right now is that we lack knowledge. We lack civics, right? We're scared to file lawsuits. You know, when they created that Moms for America shit, I was livid. They created a 501c3 to take your money so that they can file mask mandate suits. Where the fuck did those go? Nowhere. But then we had nationwide attempt and we all filed lawsuits against mask mandates. And where are we? Texas just won in the Fifth Circuit. I'm still sitting in the Sixth Circuit. See, you don't need big money and you don't need influencers. You just need the people around you to get things done. And I said this before. You don't even have to listen to me. Don't. Turn me the fuck off. Listen to your president and pray. And everything just starts to make sense. You know, because every time people see the news, I see it in my, in, in my feeds, in my Twitter, in my DMs, in my texts, in my emails, in the letters people write me, right? In Telegram, shit, Tori, you, <coughs> you put this out two years ago. And so I tell them, ask yourself, why now? Because it's controlled information. That's why, excuse me. It's controlled information. And they can capitalize off of information they can sequester so that you click on their links and listen to what they have to say. Like, for example, while everyone's focusing on Ray Epps, right? No one's focusing on the journalists that work with Ray Epps that are within Conservative Inc. that were being praised by the biggest talking heads. But I have evidence of that. People don't like the truth. And they're like, oh, if you do this, that. Like even people were saying, oh, you know, people are scared that you're gonna out, out them for what? Do the people of Cause of America know that this bitch is making a shit ton of money, doesn't give them shit, collects their work, and then says, Mike, look what I succeeded. She didn't succeed shit. She holds weekly calls to see where everyone is, collects the information, and then she only gives the information she wants to give to him. Because there are people that have provided information to her that are super important that have never gotten to Mike. And how do I know? Because most of their people <laughs> were the same people in the little groups that they have, that they work with each other. And you know, and I'm really proud of it, every single one of them. It takes a lot. You know, there was a guy in Washington that filed so many open records requests that his attorney general sent him a letter and said, I'm going to sue you for asking too many questions. Like, what the fuck? Where are we? Exactly. You're not realizing that we are actually at war. And like I said, that story of my friend, well, not my friend, more than a friend. He didn't realize he was at war until they dragged him out of the house and stuck him in a camp. Can you realize that we're at war? That maybe the fires aren't fires like you think they are. Have you realized we are at war? When your states have created laws that disallow independent candidates, have you realized we're at war? We're now the California governor who wants to be president and will be president, according to them. Is disallowing Trump from being in the ballot? Do you still want to wait to see more? Do you want to be dragged out of your house? Hmm? And this is it. And the thing is, these psychological operations exist for people that are not capable of standing up. Right now, we're in a position as a nation, as a people, okay? And as someone, and you know, in all these people that are conducting these psychological operations, I have to 
um, I have to say, are doing it with good intention. So do not misconstrue my statements. But the thing is, these people have seen war from the outside, right? Conducting wars, mitigating wars. They have never been on the receiving side. And I have always said, you know, how I joke, I'm a time traveler. It's just a funny way of saying that I use predictive analytics. And for all of you that want to sit there and call me whatever, none of these fuckers are giving you the news before it's news. Okay? They're just part of a psychological operation, and most of them are being thumped by the same clicks. You know, actually, let me go back to the Austin Steinbart thing for a second so that I can demonstrate this to you. So as I told you, I thumped that in the matrix group people and the sh shady groove only to test the waters with the click that had been created for the, the, the Q movement, you know, where people <laughs> for some reason, and I'm like, how did this even happen? Like this is so crazy. Just look at it. That um, ambulance guy that was the praying medic. I think it should be P-R-E-Y, right? He was doing all these threads decoding and people were kind of like mesmerized to take, you know, <laughs> shit. I can't. This laugh is the laugh of me being so fucking pissed. Okay. This is when I, when I smile like this, this is me being fucking angry. <sighs> and then we had this Mary Kay, former cryptologist, you know, they were all retained for their services. And what they didn't expect is that um, Operation Gridlock would be expressed. And that was something that, like whose bright idea was it to do? I mean, it would have to be someone that's against the people. You know the Trump trains, right? If any of you have been on Twitter, you know that if you're following more than 200 people, you're not gonna read everybody's tweets. I mean, I send out multiple tweets a day. So imagine if you're just following 100, at least 10 of them are gonna be mine, right? And if you're following me, 10 of the tweets that you're going to see that day is mine. So if you just assume that all 100 people put out 10 tweets, that's 1,000 tweets a day. I don't know how you're going to get through all that without sleeping. So Operation Gridlock with the Trump trains, where they were like, follow this person, follow that. That told you what the PSYOP wanted you to see to create an echo chamber. <laughs> and it worked perfectly, right? Because you were easily put on a list to be then massively purged, right? Okay. And so you had accounts that were, and these are people that are fucking just assets, right? Remember Jordan Sather, he used to make smoothies before he got on Twitter, okay? That Smoothie King, right? He made smoothies. And now he sells you political commentary and fucking supplements, okay? Tracy Beans is another story. Don't want to get into that. Those are pure assets for a long time. Like Alicia Powie that reports for many people, she's a big bushy. I have pictures of her with Rod Rosenstein, fact. So um, going on, <laughs> going on because I'm going into the rabbit hole and I don't want this to be too fire hosey. The Operation Gridlock was in order to create an echo chamber where people could only see the big accounts. And this is why you saw people like um, Praying Medic with like 300,000 followers, but he also followed 200,000 followers. So then the question is, how the fuck are you gonna see the news if your feed is congested with people that are your friends that are just being retweeted all the time? You see what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just odd. You see where I'm going with this? 
and people volunteering gave it because it's, it's a drug to be approved. I had someone that I guess maybe it's a childhood thing. Cause I was like a weird kid, right? I was a really weird kid. I, I was a nerd. I mean, I sent, I was sitting and reading through books of physics and I recreated something like the atomic bomb to create, <laughs> to create clean energy when I was nine, you know, I was, I, you know, I guess I frustrated my mom because I was extremely mature for my age because at five, she was like, why don't you go play? And I was like, dude, people are stupid. I can't because I was extremely transactional. Oh, and that's another thing. Very highly intelligent people come off rude and I'll tell you why. And you could see it in people like Warren Buffett or um, pa even Patrick Byrne, right? A lot of people that have interacted with him say that and he's not. He's purely transactional. I've communicated with people that are considered geniuses, right? Because even if you don't believe it, I fucking am, right? My IQ at five was 216. And I retook my IQ. I think it was 2009, 2010 by a clinical psychologist who I befriended that was on a government study. So it's actually documented that I had no fucking score, that they couldn't calculate my score. Okay. So your IQ doesn't drop as you age, it increases with education and experience because all of us are a collective of the people that we meet and the things that we learn throughout life, okay? So I'm not saying this to boast because I'm not gonna try to challenge any of you because it wouldn't be fair because it's like me running against people with no legs. I'm trying to explain to you why the academics act the way they do and why those that are more intellectual, I guess intellectually capable than most, are the way they are because they see things objectively and they don't really believe in God. They struggle with that concept and they find emotions a waste of time. And that's fact. And that's the way I was. Even, and I think the only thing that saved me was the fact that I was raised by nuns. Okay. And so that made me smarter than them because I can actually relate to people. I understand the level of language that I will use or the intricacies, right? because I know how to communicate. I mean, I'm a polyglot, so I definitely do, right? But it's also one thing that you learn, and that's something that a lot of people are missing, is compassion, because it's an emotion that causes people to react in ways that they cannot control. Compassion, right? And this is why I said, I don't find good pleasure putting this out there, but I find it necessary, because I could just dump a shit ton of texts I'm telling you, I've got gigabytes. I can send you links to mega drives and show it to you. I can show you the blackmail that Ali Akbar has on Conservative Inc., right? I could show it to you, but it won't serve a purpose other than humiliating them. And that's not my goal. My goal is to show the people. And, you know, as I said in the beginning, find a little bit of pleasure because I was, I can't even think about it because I was so humiliated and the way I was treated was just unacceptable. It was extremely unacceptable. And I was shocked. And, you know, and that they thought that it was okay to treat me like that is even further unacceptable. And the fact that the truth is probably not even in Lindell's ear is further unacceptable. And then the people that I converse with are highly intelligent. They were like, why do you give a shit? These people are nobodies. And it's like, because they have the ear of the people and this is fucked up. And because they're trying to bankrupt Mike Lindell. And that's the key here. They have siphoned so much money. Dr. Frank, for example, he has a card to pay his expenses. Tell me what he has offered you, aside from hope. 
I'll wait. What about Seth Cashel? Aside from telling you statistics and shit that you can't present to court, tell me what the fuck they offered you with that. I'll wait. I'll just watch the chat. Tell me what they've done. Hmm? I'm looking. Right. Absolutely fucking nothing. And now, well, people are like, but Professor Clements did a great audit. He fucking did. But like I told you, the devil's not going to come and railroad you. He's going to give you a gift, right? It's going to be like, look what I did. I'm telling you how Professor Clements came on the scene. My listeners know that's correct. He had a conversation with me in February about the quo warranto, and then he just fucking appeared out of nowhere like a random fart. Why? Because I'm being monitored and the feds were like, shit, let's monitor him. Okay. He's got good parlay. Okay. We'll groom him. Okay. Boom. You know, no matter how many times you tell people, that's it. But see, Professor Clemens was then left to dry because what they had to do was give the illusion that they took everything from him so someone will scoop him up and bring him right in. Again, again, I say this again. Someone that's seeking to do you harm will not come and say, I'm coming to do you harm or monitor you or steer you, right? They'll just do everything you want them to do. And do good so you can bring them in. And you know how I know this? Because I actually sat with Professor Clemens. He apologized for the things he said about me because he didn't know me. Because a lot of people talk shit, right? And they make me sound really pedestrian, which is extremely insulting. But I allow that to happen because that gives me great camouflage, right? People think, oh, she's a wild card. I fucking am. I, I don't even exist. <laughs> people will understand what that means later. And again, thank you for those that are out there with their eyes, and I'm sorry that I had to do this so salty, but it, it, it's imperative that we rip the Band-Aid off because it's not okay, right? Remember, I told my audience a long, long time ago about Georgia, and now someone says, I have sources on Cap. Everyone who's been following my work knows that I had Kemp panned and pinned since 2016, and I have been following every single step that he's made but someone else is gonna get credit. Just like somebody else got credit for your, I did that stickers, you know, we started that, but somebody else got credit for it. Cause they were part of the clique or had friends or maybe they were, oh yeah, I started. No motherfucker, you printed them and I know the people that created them. They were in my groups. <laughs> so anyway, having said that, this is exactly how they operate. They come in, they do good things. They tell you how amazing they are. They're usually charismatic, but again, tell me, Think what tangible wins or efforts have they provided you? And I'm going to light a cigarette and play some really stupid jazz music while I look at the messages for a second. You can still see my face smoking, so if you don't like smoking, please turn it off now. And let's play some chill music. Music AI. Let's go chill. And I'll wait.
Thank you guys for the sound. I apologize. I muted that so that the music could play. Um, so the consensus is I didn't see one person say anything. Because all they did, if you ask them, what's the point of doing all this canvassing? They'll tell you, oh, it's just hope. <laughs> so I just paid $75 to see you talk about hope. Fantastic. Let me explain to you what hope is. Hope is potential. You can't sell hope, right? Everyone, the minute they're born, they have potential to do things, equal opportunity to do things. Well, that is the innate right, and this is why we have free speech. But potential is what hope is, that you know that you are capable of doing things. So now I'm going to tell you the reality. China, we're going to war in 2025. What you're seeing right now is actually war. Russia just moved in into Cuba. They're coming to collect debt. And I've said this again and again and again, right? 33 tri trillion is probably the kickoff, right? That's the max. I mean, they love their symbology, right? If you want to fix this, we need Trump in office right now, right? And instead of having all these amazing minds get together, all these psychological experts, get together and actually have a conversation with someone that's actually really fucking good at what she does because you don't know me and you probably won't realize what I am. You know, you refuse and this is why you're angry because how can someone we have no idea about that lied under truth serum too. I'm that fucking good. Well, actually, no, I wasn't. I was actually spilling the beans and then I was like, shit, because they kept going into my trauma. Like, we're sorry that happened with your ex. You know, and, and and then because they would do that and use the whole neck thing, you know, <laughs> holy shit, I spilled the beans. And then I just said something completely fucking crazy to discredit everything I said. So because I didn't know where they sat, especially when I hear a lot of people saying that Trump is stupid, that, you know, these are people that are surrounding my president that have said that he's dumb in private conversations when he is a fucking genius and he loves his country like no other and i'm not here to tell you to follow me i don't need that right i can express to you that i do not i prefer to not do any of this but i feel like there's no one else that will actually do it they're looking for guidance because this has never happened before none of these people have actually lived through a revolution because the one thing they don't want is while we're at war globally to have a civil war. And this is why psychological operations are being conducted. When we should be extending our hand over the aisle to be pushing the shit out of bills that hold them accountable because then that shows potential. In order to see who rules you, you got to be paying attention to who you can't talk about. So when I was in Atlanta a couple days ago, I um, was talking with my counterpart because we're working on this Ukraine money stuff. And we were panicking about the F-16s and I totally underestimated them. You know, because they've been lobbying, we need F-16s. And it's like, shit, even if they get it, it takes forever. How long is this war going to go on? But it turns out they're just going to fucking hand them over from another country. And now we have a depleted military too. And our recruitment rates are low. And our bar is fucking super low, right? And, you know, for those of you on the left that think, oh, I'm open for this, 
The National Guard isn't there for the migrants. They're there for you. And the National Guard serves at the discretion of your governors. So you better be sure you like your governor, the one that allows people to steal from your stores and shut you down and tell you to shut the fuck up and like it. Now, at the end of it, the military will have to intervene. Now, how much of them will remember their oath and be on the right side of history is another question in itself because everyone has free will. Kind of like the people blaming, Trump pushed the vaccine. And it's like, dude, you have free will. You had a choice. Oh, and now it's coming out that I was right all along about the mRNA before anyone, because like I said, no one after the age of 30 decides. <laughs> I've been a linguist, a negotiator, and a localizer for my whole life, trained by the government from a very young age. But now I'm gonna pivot into medicine for those that don't know, I went to school in, in within a year, no, two years, because I wasn't allowed to do it faster. I got myself a bachelor's of science in molecular and cellular biology, but I'm stupid, okay? And that's because I couldn't take so many credits. So I actually went to colleges where I'm on dean's list on some of them, just so that I can get the degree, so I can get into the medical school to sit next to the guy that fucking had the answers about what they were doing. And why? Because I saw that guy on a document a long time ago who was in college and they had targeted him and I shared a desk with that motherfucker. And while he was looking at the correlation between malaria and HIV, I was like, holy shit, it's hydroxychloroquine. And that's how I knew. Cause I shared a desk with him during a semester. That was my goal, but I'm a grifter. I'm, I'm extremely upset. You know, Ms. Nomer points out, you have anger issues. You'd be fucking angry too when the people that actually have the microphone aren't helping, okay? They're not helping. So if you're not angry, then you've got issues. Thanks for playing. So speaking of it, so what have you learned so far? What have these audits done? They've, the audits were fantastic. They showed you that they, no matter how much evidence you present, they will not listen because they don't have to, because they don't answer to you, the people. They've shown you through the courts that no matter how much evidence you have, they don't have to answer to you, even though you're their boss and pay their salary, right? That's fact. That's fact. And then we had a bunch of people pop out of fucking nowhere like random farts. No one's called Mark Miller to talk about election theft. He's the one that had John Kerry on the record saying that he knew his election was stolen, but he wanted to toe the line. And that's exactly why people don't like me. I don't tow lines and I don't do scripts. And I am completely against psychological operations. I think Julian Assange said it best. If wars can be started by lies, then peace can come with truth. Not all of it, because a lot of people freak out. But President Trump told you, he gave you a directive as a people on Inauguration Day that he's giving the power back to the people then you haven't utilized that power because you were distracted by operators that mask themselves as your friends and they're not. You have to ask yourself, we've had wins about elections. Why aren't they talking about it? It was actually the people themselves that said, Tory, we don't want to tell anyone about this. We're done. We've had generals and Seth Keschels and Dr. Franks, while they're sweet and kind and nice, you know, they're hijacking shit. They said it, not me. 
and they kept that really under wraps. And that's fact. And I'm here to just tell you that because I'm tired of it. I will not allow some stupid asset to suck Lindell dry. Jeff O'Donnell too. Like, what the fuck, dude? We already tried it. You could have asked me. We failed because, well, we actually proved that DHS owns everything. But you know what? We already knew that because it's in the CARES Act. <laughs> and they already did it. So why didn't you ask me? Instead, you siphon money to create this and then bring it in with a grandstand of a drone to make Lindell look dumb again. And he's a good man. And you know how bad his people are? So check this. I had asked his staff so many times, hey, can I get a code to sell pillows? Because then that would fund whatever I'm doing too, right? And um, they never answered. So most of you don't know, but an actual company approached me in 2021 because I have millions of downloads. You know how people say no one listens to her. And actually, they fucking do. And they actually host my podcast and I pay fuck all for it. Not only that, they pay me to host my podcast and they pay me, I think it's something like $1,000 maybe um, a month, maybe every two months because I don't do advertising. Actually, I did one readout during COVID, which was for something called Better Help. So me reading 30 seconds, consumer companies value the fact that they paid me $660 for every 30 seconds. And not only that, couple weeks ago, I got an email from them and they're like, yo, we'll pay you two and a half thousand dollars to just talk about Lindell's pillows and we'll give you a specific code so you can get paid. So wait, hold a second. I can't make Lindell money and then pour it back into his business, which was my intention since I have people that subscribe to my locals or my subscribe star or send me things so that I can help him. They won't give me the code but they're willing to pay me two and a half thousand dollars on top of what I make for selling pillows. Do you see how evil these people are? Because they can't stand me and I'm okay. I'm totally fine with it because I don't need their approval. And this is why the people don't listen to them. And this is why they're tired of them because all they do is sell hope. And if people actually took a step back and watched, they would see it. Like for example, you know the Brunson brothers with the trumpets? right? They have done fantastic work. Fantastic work. They're fighting. They're just like tsh, relentless. Fucking love it. Because that is exactly how every American should be acting. But then Tracy Beans said, it's stupid. Don't pay attention, Brian Kate. So all your big talking heads that for some reason are considered important. And I'm like, who the fuck are they? What, what news have they given you <laughs> that didn't already exist? So, you know, they all talk, they all complain, and they do absolutely nothing because they're like, well, we'll just give people information and they do it. Well, we're congested with that. We're congested with opinions. We're congested with trust the plan. We're congested with all of this shit, right? We want some direction to do things. And their direction is come and watch us speak. We're going to all pray together and we're going to tell you all the shit that's wrong. And then you're going to go home and then you're going to come watch us again at some point. Or maybe we will, um, I don't know, maybe sell a couple books and, and you're going to love it. So what do you do? Be careful who you follow. 
That's a really loaded statement. And you don't even have to follow anyone because they knew you were going to follow the stars anyway. So what do you do? I'll give you an example of how the media works. So back in May, which was kind of kismet, so I'm kind of excited. At the beginning of May, I got whiff of an EPA conference that was happening in Washington. Now, this is very important because I'm going to introduce you to someone that I met that God just brought straight to me. I swear, like this was like incredible. So in May, um, which was the first time I went out to dinner with my boyfriend. So it was kind of awesome that I was there for the EPA conference. I went to the conference to find out what they were doing with the water. I've been talking about the water and I've been saying that you should watch the water. And I stayed at the hotel where the conference was at. And I'm not even going to get into the details of um, happenings there. But at the crux of it all, your water is now being taken heed and controlled. Your state no longer has control over their water supply. They're going to separate it regionally across the United States, and they will allocate gallons of usage to people. You think I'm joking? It's fucking true. Now, no one's talking about this. And I'll tell you, before I left for Lindell's event, you know, my boyfriend knows this very well. I, I sobbed, and I was like, I just don't have the bandwidth. I don't. And I have been scouring the internet. I have been uh, putting out algorithms to see if anyone uses specific words to talk. And I have not seen anyone talk about water. And I was like, God, I don't know what to do. Who can I help amplify? Show me just one person that is on top of this and understands just how dangerous this is. And so on the last day, I wanted to buy dinner to Loy Brunson who is an incredible human being, regardless of what these naysayers say. Well, now they're all going to love him because President Trump tweeted him. So they're like, oh, I guess we have to like him now, even though they trashed the shit out of him and his brothers. Right. So um, I was walking to the hotel because I wanted to put on sweatpants and a shirt. I'm not going to dress up to go dinner. I'm going to wind down. Right. And as I was walking, a young man approached me and he was like, hey, um, I saw your enjoy the show. And for those of you that haven't watched it, it's still on my YouTube. I'm not making money because apparently YouTube says that, um, you know, somebody else should be making money on my content. So, you know, for those of you that don't want to remunerate me for the work that all of us do, that's fine. It's free. I always stream my things for free. Watch it. And he said, do you mind if I share it? I was like, shit, fuck no. And the more people that see it, the better. And so then this young man said, you know, I've been trying to talk, you know, I'm from this place and, you know, with the EPA and I just stopped. And I was like, what did he just say? He's like, so I, I was like, excuse me. He's like, so I'm looking into the water and I was like, you do know that they're regionalizing it. And he's like, yeah, and they're going to allocate. And I was like, enough said, you're coming to dinner with us. I didn't even ask him more. The only thing I want to do is help create him a website and a place where you guys can go and just talk about water right? Where he can have his own place where he can be putting out his content on social media, where you guys can read what he's doing. And then in your states, if you give a shit about clean water and you give a shit about your water, that you guys go in there and just talk about water. 
See, that was the whole premise of the state groups, that people get together to talk about how they can take back their elections and their nation and discuss topics that are affecting their local communities. That was the whole premise of my groups. But obviously, America first thought it was to fleece you and control you and download your data. Like, um, you know, Latinos for Trump, that's a fucking IO front. It's not real. All they do is collect data. So that person um, has done exceptional work. And that person had actually reached out to all the big talking heads that you all, oh, look what he said, right? And, you know, I have like 8,000 people on Rumble right now. That's just on Rumble, right? Eight and a half, whatever. You're talking heads that have thousands and thousands listening to him didn't even talk to the young man, which they don't even have to do anything. They just have to say, where can people find you? This guy has no idea what to do with all this information he has. So what you need to do is help people like that, right? Especially you guys that have producers and resources. And I think that's what Mike Lindell's intention was, but you know, it's been captured with psychological operations. I hope you guys are paying attention. We need to protect Mike Lindell. That man has carried a cross like no other. And anybody that wants to challenge anything I have said today, please do so. Because there's tens of thousands of witnesses that observed exactly what I said. And if you think that new device is new, you know, we tried it. It was no biggie. They're using hard lines now. They don't have to use Wi-Fi. So it's done. They're not hacking through the Wi-Fi. Okay? They're not. So I feel terrible, right? And I'm okay with them trying to honeypot me, thinking that I need someone to appease me or that, you know, I'm going to feel accepted in their clique. I don't give a fuck about cliques. I give a fuck about my nation. And I've got a potty mouth too. So that deters a lot of people, and I'm okay with that too. The only time I say it is when I'm angry. And every one of you should be angry. And every one of those hardworking people, the moms, you know, the single moms and the retired people that are sitting there slaving their asses off to provide their work to someone who's going to sell it as their own is, is incredible. I mean, they're still lurking in the groups, collecting information. That's why I said, meet in person. Man, in Ohio, they've split themselves in regions. They have, again, potlucks. Texas is off the hook. Louisiana even has conferences where they have like a gavel and they're like minutes and meetings of what we can do in Louisiana. And that's why their secretary of state is not even fucking running again because of them. That is how effective the people are, right? You don't need anyone to validate you. You're in charge. I mean, it says so in the Constitution. So why are you looking for someone to pat you on the head? That's what's important. The people look to leadership to be retruthed. Uh, me, I'm terrified. The last time I was retruthed uh, or shared by Don Jr., they fucking took my bank account away. They shut down my bank account. <laughs> you want a dog banned? Shit. I got stories to tell you. I don't need anyone's validation, and neither should you. Your validation should come from the work that you do amongst yourselves. You need not the influencers. You could turn them all the fuck off. And you know what? Thanks to the lurkers, man. You guys really jump my numbers on like truth and, and Twitter, even though you think the AI can't see. 
I already know my metrics. So when you go to my page and watch, even though you don't sign up to follow, I still get the hits. So thanks to my lurkers. Because that's the only place they get news. You don't think I see the IPs that try to mask themselves when they pull my articles? And then you'll be like, but your article says, get this. I'm pretty sure some of you have read my article at least three times. But it's, it'll, it'll still say that only 10 people saw it. See, that's called digital camouflage. So for all of you out there that wish to actually work on your state and your county level, meet with them. They have in-person meetings. They sit down and they break bread. And if people actually listen to what I had put out, you know, if you in 2020, if everybody, Jesus, could you imagine if all of you have pulled your city charters and had already taken care of removing your mayors and your city council where you would be right now? You would have taken over your county commissioners, but they're telling you to use the precinct strategy, which is a fantastic strategy if it actually fucking worked. Because if you remember when I ran for Secretary of State in Ohio, which everyone mocked and laughed, right? And it's like, bitch, what are you doing? I ran in order to expose the fraud from petition to ballot box. And I caught the government breaking the law. I saw exactly, because you don't know what the process is until you go through the motions. And someone had to go through the motions and give a report back to the people. And this is why we can't get actual patriots in office because you're not allowed. I hope you understand that. They will not let you run. And then the precinct in Ohio decided to tell the GOP, no, we want to endorse Maris on the ballot for Secretary of State. Guess what they did? We don't give a fuck what you want. We're closing the doors to the public. We made, Ohio made nationwide news with that. Why? Because of me. It's almost like I irritate everybody. And I'm okay with irritating demons have to say, my forte. So again, if everyone had grabbed their city charters, read them, and had already taken over their city level, your county level would have been taken over and we would not be here right now. But instead, you had to go to talk circuits and you had to get lawyers and you had to contribute to 501c3s that would do the work for you. Like Moms for America, they fought for mask mandates. What were their results? Fucking zero. But you know who did results? Moms in Texas, people in Ohio, like my case in the Sixth Circuit. Oh, and oh, Tori, uh, guys, my kids are now grown. I'm not doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for the kids that aren't being represented. Maybe you should start thinking like that. And you know, I say this again and again, and I'll close with this. I learned pretty late in my life to not be transactional and to have compassion for others. And like I said, even though I find slight pleasure in this because I was humiliated, but in that humiliation, I realized that there is a big problem with these private security firms. Not the guy that manhandled me and was over the top. He was just taking orders. Even though I didn't like the way he treated me, he was taking orders. But I actually was able to find out that there were other people that were working for the same security detail that are not on the same page, if you catch my drift. So, and you know who manhandled me? No, I'm not even going to go in there. The guy was doing his job. I should shut the fuck up. He was doing his job, even though I was pissed, and he's seen me before. 
and he treated me like I was a horrific person when I did nothing, right? When, the, when this was all an op, right? He was taking orders and I have to acknowledge that. So that's fine, right? Because I have to admire the fact that he was taking orders, even though his orders were not about security. It was about me because he didn't have eyes on me as if I'm a threat. The bitch that has put her money where the mouth is, that has done so much, that has helped Lindell and many others in their lawsuits without asking for any fucking credit was the threat. I was, it's a gut punch, seriously a gut punch. But you know what? Those that matter know, and that's what counts, right? Those that matter know, that's what counts, right? So my advice to everyone is, and I'm emulating this, is I learned quite late in life that if you dedicate your service to others, that doesn't mean you fucking give your underwear, okay? And if you have a penny to eat, that you give it away, unless you have food already, right? If you serve others, then God serves you, right? Like he rewards you, that's what I mean. Because if you're serving others, you're serving him. No matter where you sit on the religious spectrum, this is fact. Every single, like even my child going through purchasing a house, I think the roadblocks are intentional. In fact, oh my gosh, want to hear the funny story? You know, I should say this, like why not? So we're investigating these Ukraine dollars and um, we found a, um, a mortgage company that Kolomoinsky, you know, the guy that got raided in Cleveland, the Ukrainian oligarch that owned Privat Bank, you know, but I moved to Cleveland, totally happenstance, had nothing to do with that, of course. Anyway. <laughs> his buildings were across the street from me. And so this mortgage guy that my daughter was using used to work for the mortgage company that's being used, that was used by Kolomoinsky and still being used by the Ukrainians for laundering. And then I'm wondering why every single time my daughter, who is currently serving her country, but as a reservist for five years or whatever, she's not entitled to a VA loan. She has to go through FHA. They keep fucking her and delaying her. I'm just pointing out some, you know, facts. <laughs> that was crazy too. And every time it's like, we need more for deposit every fucking week. And we're going to see because my baby deserves the world, how that goes. But I just wanted to show just like, I think sometimes God punks me, right? It's like, this is not, the, the, the coincidence is just insane. And I'm, and I'm saying this with pure sincerity, okay? What are the odds? that the mortgage broker selected worked for the mortgage company that Kolomoinsky was laundering money through and still the Ukrainians are laundering money through. And that's why I have a beef with Max Miller because now he's advertising to the Ukrainians, but I digress. Would happen to be taking the information. You know, I found it odd when they asked screenshots from my bank account because I gifted my daughter crypto that I had sold, which I had saved simply for her house deposit. They asked for my bank information. And I was like, why would they ask that? That's not, and I was like, fuck it, just give it to them. I have nothing to worry about because I've got FISA warrants and the feds are watching me. So if they're doing something wrong, they're going to get caught. And that, I keep telling people that and they just don't get it. And they just look like idiots. Just saying. Just saying. But what are the odds of that? I think they're pretty slim. So I'll leave you with that. I will not have a show until after Labor Day. I am traveling. I have family coming from overseas. I have my niece who's named after me that's coming as well. Um, and But having said that, 
I will be exposing uh, conservative. Oh, shit. I can't even say that with a straight face. Someone that poses as a conservative that people find had the best footage for J6 was actually cooperating with Ray Epps. You know how Ray Epps was at the front and gave a signal? Well, there was someone that got the phone call to tap him to start the, the, the whole ambush. And we have that. And then again, you know, Q Shaman. He was out, right? It's so awesome. No, it fucking isn't. That gave Jack Smith the footing to fuck POTUS right now. So enjoy the show, everyone. I will be dropping that video at some point. And maybe my first Obama dig, remember, I'm the one that got the passports. So um, that should be coming and I will be available on social media. I do have a couple of affidavits. I will be testifying in a couple courts where we're actually making headway with the elections. And, um, you know, for those of you that, um, you know, feel betrayed, I, I feel you. I feel that every day. And it's hard. But at the end of the day, you have your people next to you. Your community is the one that you need to bond with, not an influencer. The guy's not going to come off his high horse on social media to come and save you but your neighbor will. So make sure you are all meeting together and figuring out on a local level what to do. And, and don't be afraid. I remember one group, they were like, oh my God, we had like 3,000 people and they all left to the America First audit. And I was like, dude, it's okay. No, because we need bodies. I was like, no, it's okay. Even if two of you are left, the two of you will do the work of everyone. And that's exactly where you have to sit. You have to understand that people that want to fix things will fix things. People that are paid to fix things will only do it for a paycheck, not because they want to. So on that note, I'm going to turn off um, Facebook and YouTube and just stick to um, Rumble because I want to play a video and I don't want to get knocked off. So I hope you enjoy the show because this is really a show. They're all acting. They're all pretending. Ooh, and one thing before I go. Um, so I wanted to, okay, I actually wrote this down so that I don't digress because because I'm so close to these kind of activities, I get extremely triggered and, and, I, and I'm working through it because, you know, not a lot of people know what my life has been like or what I've been through and it's not your business to know anyway, but um I ask of you to allow me to read out my bullet points really quickly. I want you to understand what I mean when I say that they're trying to harm Mike Lindell. Remember, this guy has put his money where his mouth. I want to know what Brandon House has because, you know, he's in business with Mike. Just a question. But here's the thing. What cause of America really is, is a paramilitary movement that operates with a grassroots facade to attract funding from their target, which is Mike Lindell. The activities of the movement align with the intentions that Mike has, which is to fix the elections. Now, this is kind of, you know, a very tight and complex interplay of actions, outcomes, and motivations. And obviously, there's some genius mastermind to the level of McChrystal or somewhat that put this together. So now the grassroots facade, right, 
this is how a paramilitary movement presents itself as grassroots is like, oh, everyone's, you know, they're benign and they have a benign goal, which is we just want to make change such as community development, social causes, right? Advocacy, right? And this facade helps attract money and support from certain people. So, like I said, Michelle had entered my group, targeted Ash, groomed her to put her up there, sell the idea to the target, which was Mike Dell, and then establish Cause of America, which is now a 501c3. Hold on. I need to, to fix my chair for a sec. So this is how they acquired it. Now, how do they get funding from the target? The target individual is usually unaware of what the movement's true intention of existence is. So it provides funding under the assumption that they're supporting a noble cause, which in essence they are, but, but it's actually doing fuck all, right? What was it? Hope. It's guys, when they told me I don't give enough hope, you didn't even want to see. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, I'm not hopeful enough. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, it's a 501c3. And while they're trying to figure out what to do, the thing is you can't copy a grassroots movement and inject money and have it be productive. Facts. Mike Lindell wants to trim the fat. He needs to cut that shit off. And all the Cause of America people can go back to their states and meet with their people and work together because unity is important right now. And you think Mike Lindell's the only target? I mean, shit, how many times did they target our president? Get the fuck out of here. Tons of people selling them ideas of what to do and what to do. Like, I have actual evidence that the Department of Justice interfered. And, you know, this is, this is why most of these people are looking at 30 years. I actually spoke with one of the people that got 30 years and told me, no, he's guilty. And I was like, why? He's guilty for exercising his free speech. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. And in the text and in the emails, same shit was sent by Roger Stone. Why isn't he in jail? The attorney ran when I said I have evidence that can exonerate and, and help Stuart Rhodes. They ran. Why? Shit. I, I don't even want to get into the weeds of that. Let's just leave it alone. On that note, I encourage all of you to get together. You know, there's some remarkable stories where in some states they got together and they took over their precincts and some people ran for state legislators and succeeded. And some of them built their own homeschools and they all have new family. And that's one thing that I hear from a lot of people. Without you bringing us together, I wouldn't have known this person, but that is what community is about. That's all. Gutter mouth can be cleaned up a bit while continuing the good content. I'm sorry, David Brooks, this is war. If you want me to pet your ears with nice words like fiddlesticks and you can move along, right? I am extremely irritated and I'm very um, reserved right now for the words that I actually want to use and I'm really trying. So um, there we go. That's about it. That's all I have to say for today. So stay tuned. I'll, I'll, I'll be on social media and after Labor Day, I will be back uh, live. Oh, and can I just say something that might bring me a little bit of pleasure? So there's this one guy I met without naming him at the conference who ran into Patrick Berge, who is an asset. And he said, shit, you were totally right about that guy. I know I was. I always was. I just saw potential in him.
that he would use his skills and change his ways. I mean, if I could change my ways, anybody can. So I'm going to drop off YouTube and Facebook right now. Um, let me get rid of that. Done, done. Let me get rid of Twitter too. I don't need the trolls. All right, so Rumble, I want to show you guys a video. I just want to see that I have downloaded it. Give me a second. Give me a second. Let me see. Mm. Let me see if I can. Oh, yeah, I do. No, wait, where's the video? Is it this? Let me get a picture with you. Before you go yep, this is it. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you ready? It's a little bit spicy. <sighs> but necessary. Necessary. Super necessary. Let's see. Um, just so you see how much stuff we were compiling. Please take a listen. Let me get a picture with you before you go live. Go live already? I'm live. That's hey, what's going on? That's your Trump here at the Capitol building. We're excited to be here with the Steel Troop. We are standing up for our rights, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment, and we are also calling on the Fifth Amendment because the states need to take action. It is enough. Veterans are sick of it. Patriots are sick of it. And that's why we're here. We're going to see a million marching around this. And we are so excited to be here at the Capitol. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm just going to give you a little pan right now. Stay with me. Here we go. He is a warrior. He is a come out here every single time from every single time and we use them in between segments hang on one second this guy right here wow look who i ran into so before i play this clip after being clumsy with my cigarette i want to make this clear every single american that turned up to washington dc had every right to exercise their free speech and redress their grievances. Every single angry text, they have every right to express their anger and redress their grievances. Our First Amendment is very important. But I want you to see this the morning of the Ellipse event, and I want you to pay attention to what is being said. Yeah, Oregon Patriots for Trump. We are here to stop the school, to ensure that the rule of law is upheld and that the Constitution is honored. That house right there is full of people who are corrupt and complicit in the theft of our grandchildren's futures. And we will not stand for it. We're here to make it, make it all right. And he is one million percent correct. Everything he said. But here's where we get to the juice of it. 
That's right. That's right. That's right. We love you. We love you for coming from Oregon all the way. Third trip. Fourteen of us. Fourteen? From that little town of 3,000. That's right. Fourteen. Wow. Fourteen people from a town of 3,000. Those are big numbers. That's a pretty big percentage of a small little town to make it out here. We got a lot of smart people. We're taking back our Oregon is all red except for three counties. Count them three. Turn the whole state blue. The rest of the state is all red. Oregon is the first state in the union to have all mail-in balloting. I wonder what might we find when we start digging. Well, we will be digging. That's right. We will be digging. What do you think is going to happen right over here in that room over there? in the house chambers on the far left side over there. What's going to happen in there today, do you think? Uh, that's really hard to predict. Really hard to predict. I hope that there's enough... I hope that there's enough integrity remaining in that house to to do the right thing and to disregard the the illicit, illegitimate electors uh, from the key states that where the where the votes been stolen. If that if that doesn't happen, then the people are here to make sure that things are righted. One way or another, we're going to end up with the right thing happening. It's in there is going to be determined what needs to take place in order for that to occur. That's right. You think Pence is going to send it back to the states? Uh, I hope that he does. I hope that he does. Is that the best outcome to help heal America, to have the states make the decision? I'm sorry? Is it the best outcome for America to have the states make the decision? Uh, I believe that it is. I believe that it is. Uh, you know, is that is that what's going to happen here today? I don't know. Uh, are, are we going to end up having to uh, take matters into our own hands as the people? I don't know. Um, the way the day plays out will be the way the day plays out. Um, if I were a prophet, I could tell you, but I, but I'm not. So we'll stand here and see what happens. All right. Do you expect the Capitol to get stormed today by patriots if if this election continues down the path of, of theft? I do. So that'll be coming with the J6 documentary. I don't know if you guys heard that yet because there's a delay. But hey. Right? Was that loaded? Did you hear that? I'm waiting to see the comments because they're delayed on Rumble. Did you guys hear that? Oh my gosh. Like, they're coming in. Oh shit. Yep. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? You heard it. You heard that? Now tell me, if they actually stormed the Capitol, would they have done something wrong? It's war. But the thing is, we have kinetic minds working in a non-kinetic war. Kinetic minds that cannot be objective and non-kinetic minds that cannot be objective. Because I can't be sometimes. I get so irritated I'm shouting. And more so I shout because I'm deaf, partially deaf. So I like to hear myself, right? So that's why I talk loud. But that and those statements were constantly made by conservative ink to many people. And I seem to remember if you listen to Shadowgate, 
the one way that you get people to say what you want is by planting the idea. Would you like me to demonstrate a PSYOP that you saw with your own eyes at the Lindell event? Blue Dobbs. Didn't they say impeach 44? Do you know that my listener base that was there was distributing impeach 44 stickers and they were everywhere? Subliminally, he made that connection. I hope you guys are paying attention. So I'll see you on the net and I will drop the best. We all know who the winner is, right? That's right. And he's going to win 2024 no matter how hard they try to stop him. We should be trolling. And we will. You'll see. We stand united in that. How are you, the underdog? They're just telling you you are. You don't need anyone but to stand up united in one voice. And it shouldn't be just Republicans. It should be Americans. That's what we should be doing. Enjoy the show. See you soon.